Sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to continue our now twice-a-week uh, recordings related to the different legions for Horus Heresy. In particular, tonight we're going through the Ninth Legion, so we're going through the Blood Angels. Um, you're going to hear us talk about some plans for next week, and as of today, today, today is uh, August 11th. As of today, there's been some changes in what we can do for next week. Our original plan was to do essentially a, a midnight release recording for the Mechanicum book, get that pushed out to you guys on next Saturday, so that way we have content and information day one for it, including some battle reports and, and different things like that. You hear us mention that. As of today, we have received notice from GW that the book is delayed until sometime in the future. They haven't actually said when. So, unfortunately, we won't be able to do that, but we will be able to go through some more legions. Um, I just want to say at the top here, I do want to thank everyone who has been subscribing, spe uh, specifically to our, our YouTube. I mean, the podcast is great as well, but as you know, YouTube requires certain numbers and figures before it really matters at all to them. And it has been growing very nicely lately, and that is greatly appreciated as we try to get better and better as we go along. Um, if you're listening and you haven't subscribed yet, um, please do consider it. Like I said, we want to break out and do some more things, not just the podcast, battle reports, all kinds of stuff. But doing that, you know, only becomes viable when we see that there's a desire or demand for it. Well, having said all that, then uh, we'll get on to the show. All right. And we are back again for the second time this week to keep our faster progress going through these various legions for horse heresy tonight we are going through the ninth legion we are talking about blood angels just as we've done for all the other ones up till now we're gonna discuss everything we can about them short of the rights of war which we may mention if one of them is is particularly interesting or particularly different and also we'll be doing all the primarchs later sort of in a maybe in a bit of a tier list or something like that so for these guys um we discussed we're probably going to do uh, a little bit more round robinish style for their fluff um i think maybe actually i will start with these ones then as i read them right before we started okay so for the blood angels um if anyone's familiar with them in 40k uh and, and this is something because they were actually my first army in 40k they're what i started with um i sat down and i listened to the independent characters their podcast discuss every single army in 40k, I don't know, 10 plus years ago, 15 years ago, however long it was. And they're the ones I thought sounded cool because they were fast and all of that. Um, and, you know, they talk about the Red Thirst, they talk about these sort of things. And when you read this fluff, you see a lot of that, how, you know, the death of Sanguinius, you know, kind of makes them snap, but they still had those problems before. So um, where... Other legions, as they put it, were out conquering and subjugating, essentially spreading the imperial truth. Um, they were much more a a just a weapon put out and attempted to direct in a way that would be helpful. Um, they talk about how essentially almost savage. We haven't gotten to world eaters or any of those yet, but they. Honestly, at least from the offset, they sound like one of the more violent groups or maybe one of the most violent, that, at least that we've seen so far. Um, they talk about how 
they were put on some of the worst worlds, the ones that were chemical bombed or radiation mutated, essentially just almost th thrown to the horrors of the galaxy because they could withstand it. And they go into talking about why they could withstand it is one that, you know, ruthlessness, their tactics, and their habit of essentially eating the dead. So for anyone who's not aware, uh, space marines, and they get, is it 18 organs? How many, or, 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 or implants? Oh God, I can't remember. Oh Lord. I forget. <laughs> it's, all, it's a lot, and they added more when they added Primaris stuff. Yeah, so, I, wa I want to say... I want to say it's like 18 or something like that. It's, it's a large number, not counting primaries, because I don't honestly know that much about them. But one of the things they, they have is an oomphage implant. And essentially, this is something so that way, if they were to eat, say, a, a creature's brain, I don't think it has to be the brain, but that's usually what they reference, at least the parts I remember, that they can actually gain information from it. They can learn from it to an extent, sort of like in 40K, the crew do. And they were known for, well, I shouldn't say known for doing that. It is something they did. And either a blind eye was turned or no one was made that aware of it. But part of the reason why they were so successful in their campaigns is from literally devouring the dead and learning tactics, what those people were doing, better ways to fight. They talk about how their neophytes became skilled warriors exceedingly fast because they ate dead warriors. Um, the Legion gets more direction once they find Sanguinius. They existed for like 50 years before he was found. Once they had him, though, he was able to make them more honorable. One thing they, they mentioned is how they would take anyone for their gene seed, rather than trying to take the best and the brightest or the strongest and, and all of that. They'll take the dregs of society, the worst, the people mutated, all of that. And it worked really well for them. They all came out, you know, like statuesque. And it seemed like their gene seed actually took better to the worse and, and more, I don't know, uh, degenerative a person you were in some way. But Sanguinius was able to hone them together and put them into a, a fighting force. Um, anything that either of you want to add? Um... Go ahead. I did not know any of that. Yeah, this is actually all the core of Cedars, but that's it. Huh. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware. I, I, and they even mentioned in there how, like, oh, you know, once Sanguinius was around, they kind of looked at him and said, oh, for the ones who have succumbed to it, they don't call it the Red Thirst then. I don't know what they called it. It's probably in one of the books. I just, I'm just not familiar enough to say. But they say in there, like, oh, yeah, they either gave him the Emperor's Mercy or just locked them up in ball. So, so the, the red thirst and all of, you know, succumbing to all that idea was inherent in them long before, you know, Sanguinis even showed up. But, um, Dan, did you have anything yeah. you wanted to add then? I'm just going to add that one of their tactics sounds very white scar, but also not very white scar. Okay. Um, mostly because they are brutal is that they do love, I remember from the fluff correctly, they do love drop pods. Um, their their big thing is to drop from space. That shock? Uh, no, not shock tactics. Um, yeah. is it shock tactics? I, I would shock say shock tactics, yeah. shock and all that kind of thing. Yeah, Blitz so creep. very much like 
Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of very much like drop from the sky as quickly as possible before the enemy can react. Be in their lines as quickly as possible before they can react. Um, I should also point out as a side note, the Blood Angels, very much like the Emperor's children, um, are very pretty. Um, not just like in armor and filigree, but like their faces. They're very, yeah. like, I know, I remember this in the Horus Heresy, but it being said a lot, that their faces are so, like very beautiful faces. Which is quite funny because um, it gets Fulgrim kind of pissed off. Um, <laughs> because Fulgrim wants to be the most perfect and beautiful. But Sanguinius is, like, I think a better fighter in the lore. Um, and it, like, literally irks him to no end. And I think that's just slightly funny. They, they specifically mention how you know, they, they take essentially what you would think is the worst recruits possible. They put them through this, and they all come out in Adonis. Yes. And they're not That's sure why, is, yeah. but something about the gene seed works perfectly with, like, the more horrid and messed up you are, the better you come out. Hilarious. But, you know, I just wanted to point that out because I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, this that's that's just – I remember that him and uh, Fulgrim, Sanguinius and Fulgrim, always kind of, you know, jipping at each other, charting at each other, so that's why – I can't all be the pretty boy. I can't all be the pretty boy. All right. So, who wants their fancy, fancy uh, trait? I'll, I'll take oh, this one. This one's a pretty cool one. One thing that oh. we're forgetting before we oh, get oh, into what? the rules. What's that? Do you know where the planes were? Okay, so a couple things about during the heresy. Um, right before the heresy starts, Horus, as Warmaster, sends them out to the eastern fringe. And they end up getting their legion ambushed by demons of the Ruin Storm before we knew they were demons. So that holds them up for the first bit of the heresy, and they lose a lot of dudes. And in that fight, uh, Dan, I think you you know about about this. Um, Sanguinius and Kabanda end up fighting. Yes. And who gets their back broken again? Uh. Oh, actually, that I can't remember. Someone gets their back broken. Um, um, and, in then, that, and then they trade roles again later at the siege itself. It it mentions in the book, in the first fight, Sanguinius gets both his legs broken. Ah, that's yes. what yes. Kabanda's back, Sanguinius, I think, is broken in the second fight, I believe. If you missed um, our Kabanda podcast, uh, where we talk about his rules for a couple minutes... Um, you will know that I love Kabanda as a character only because he's not the stupid corn dude. He's very much like a thinking corn man. <laughs> but skulls for the skull throne, but why? Um, <laughs> um, and he's actually saved the Blood Angels on occasion. He saved the Blood Angels from a Tyranid swarm. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, him and Sanguinius yeah. go way back. Yeah, and then, of course, Blood Angels are one of the big... Um... Defenders at Terra. Yes. That's the, other, that's the other big thing to know about them. And they do a little side quest in the McCrag system, and they participate in uh, one of the larger heresies committed by the Loyalists, um, Imperium Secundus. Sanguinius is crowned as the emperor of this, oh shit, you know, the Imperium died, little mini temporary empire that Gullman set up. Rune storms and warp storms had cut them off. You know, they knew there was a heresy and they had no contact from Terra, so they assumed the worst. They assumed it was over. 
So let's set up another one so that way we can get back in, keep these ideals that the Emperor had going, and try to fight off the heretics. But All right, Dan, why don't you get into Absolutely. this trait? So, so, this is the Encarmine Fury. So, of course, this works for any and all models of the Legion of Stardust Blood Angel special rule. So, they require one lower result to wound than they would normally, to a minimum of 2+, plus, on any turn in which they take part in a successful charge against an enemy unit, even if that charge is counted as disordered. This effect applies regardless of the weapon they are using. For example, a strength 4 weapon and attacking a target with toughness 4, the Blood Angel will require a 3 to wound rather than the usual 4+. Plus. In addition, any vehicle with the Legion of Stardust Blood Angel special rule when they make a ram attack, uh, they increase their strength by 1 to a maximum of strength 10. So, excellent rule. Um, I like to compare this a lot with the um, Emperor's Chosen. Children. Chosen, Jesus. Emperor's Children rule. Yep. Um, because both of them are very similar in terms of, you know, if you charge, even if it's disordered, you get a bonus to a stat line. Uh, in this in, in Emperor's Children, it was plus you attack or in an initiative step higher. In this one, you wound a result higher. Um, and in either case, I make the argument the same way. This is an excellent trait. You have to play around it. You have to make sure you get the charge off. But an extra two wound is absolutely bonkers amazing. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's just a good trait. <laughs> but you have to charge. Yes. And the vehicle one, I think to some extent, they just didn't know what to do with vehicles at some point because this is multiple spots we've seen the vehicles get extra on rams. Uh, the Dark Angels, um, one of their things that wouldn't help a vehicle, that's just what they get as well. And I know there's other ones that do. I don't, I don't know why that's sort of the fallback. Mm, who cares? <laughs> I've, I pretty much ignored it. What I, I have no problem with, again, yeah, I, I think it's good. I think it can help you. I think it, one, it tailors your army huge. This tells you what you're trying to do with this army. You want to be assaulting. It's not that other things won't do well for you, but if you actually want to get in use of your trait, you need assault squads or assault type squads. And when we talk about their units, we're going to see that sort of thing. I do find it interesting because I was trying to check their wording. And I think it's just the way they wrote it because they want it to sound nice. It's one lower result to wound rather than just saying plus one to wound because looking back there's um, other spots where they yeah. talk about things being a plus one to certain things I, I just thought that was an interesting way or yeah firewing it's plus one to wound we're here it's one lower to wound them it's the same of is there a spot where that would be different or is it just the way they yes, worded it and you mentioned this yesterday i'm wondering if the reason it's worded like this is because it allows them to wound something they normally can't so for example your your what is it firewing you said no no yeah. what was, what was the firewing has a plus one to wound if there's an independent character so that's the wording of the rule. but if you so if you're shooting your bolter at a leviathan though there is no plus one to wound because you can't wound a leviathan right this one is you require one lower result to wound so if you look at the chart sure you're strength five to yep, strength eight yep. you look at the dash 
but then you shift over one because you're one lower to uh, wound. Yeah, because you're that's it is, why it is one lower result. Um, maybe that's I'm, this is me completely off the cuff bullshitting right now, but that's what I'm thinking. One that, 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 all right? Because well, no, because the results the dice roll. Yeah, oh, the God. result would be that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it now, it could just be inconsistent writing two different ways of saying the same thing, but I just thought it was interesting that they've said they've said this different ways, and whenever they do that, I'm always curious: is was it intentional, or was it just what they happened to put down? But yeah, I, I would say that no, you still need to be able to hurt it to hurt it. But I would I would I love to see an FAQ. Whole, I think it's just holdover language from the previous edition. Because they had a similar rule, and I think it was phrased this way, too, where they get, instead of plus one to wound, it's one easier to wound. Yeah. It could literally be just that. I just, I thought it was uh, odd that they made that distinction. Or that they, I guess, maybe didn't make that distinction and just happened to say it. I mean, overall, though, it it, it is good. You do need to be charging to get it. You won't have it all the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it it will, having swung enough four strength the four toughness kind of of things when you're talking about space marines the difference of one can be enough to win a combat for you and which means you have a chance of sweeping your opponent i'm terrified if this is mechanicum because myrmidons are toughness five which is a good defensive buff but if they charge me they're wounding me on fours which is 16 percent better yeah yeah no just overall really good That makes it nice and simple. We, yeah, very nice and simple. Yeah, we are on to their reaction. Steve, did you want to take the reaction or no? Pick this one up. Okay. So as usual, it's a once per game reaction. If the entire unit's playing, just you do it. Um, what it does is when you are targeted by a shooting attack, you can trigger the reaction and you gain shrouded five up against all wounds inflicted, inflicted as part of that attack. If you already have a shrouded rule, then it does not stack. Um, afterwards, you can declare a charge at that unit as normal. It's like, you know, you roll dice and you charge them. And the enemy may, may not make a reaction to this charge. Of course, it's because it's their own turn, but they just reinforce that here. Um, if it's successful, they're locked in combat. And the charging unit gets all their normal benefits. They hammer wrath, they get their blood angels rule, all that good stuff. So you shoot me, I take cover, and then I charge. Very situational. All right. Um, so I know we haven't talked about them yet, but the almost direct like one-to-one comparison of this is the World Leader's Advanced Reaction, which literally is the same thing. It just trades Shrouded 5-Up for Feel No Pain 5-Up. And the reason I big that up is because we have a World Leader's player that's local, and that this reaction is absolutely amazing. I mean, the, the problem with Feel No Pain 5-Up is if you're hitting being hit with Strength 8, then it doesn't really matter. Um, but overall, it's a great reaction. I like this because it's shrouded. So you can get hit with a Strength 8 shot and still take your shrouded save. There is less than um, ignore unless, shrouded, for sure. Yes, there, there's less ignores cover than there is Strength 8. I think that's the way to, good way to put it. 
Yep, they're just night vision units and flamer units and a couple special ammos. Yeah. So I like this because it's very similar to the world. The world leaders trade is extremely well. When we get to them, I'll, I'll, I'll rant about them. But this to me is this just as good. You trade Feel No Pain for Shrouded, and that's just good. Yeah. I don't, I don't say it's situational. I, I, I don't know if it's... Uh, of course it's situational. You One, okay, if you want the full effect, it's exceptionally situational. If all you care about... Yeah. I, I mean, but you could always take Shrouded anyway. But for the second effect you need to be within a range that I'm comfortable charging because notice the last part is you don't get the surge move. So I, 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 I'm not even necessarily using this as a way to move forward. If you're like 10 inches from me, am I going to spend this? Am I going to hope I roll enough yeah. of a charge? You have an, let's say you have an assault. Okay, squad. But, but maybe you don't, I'm not gonna. But I know you have that. So maybe oh, I should okay. a different one. You know, yeah, uh, we don't want to. But, but then we, that then you're then you're kind of winning because you're stopping the shot from happening. I guess maybe to some extent, every I, reaction is situational because there has to be a situation to react yeah. to. But what I'm saying is, by even making the person like question the fact that he would shoot you and he's not shooting you, that's a that's a win in my book. It can be. I, I guess with certain units, it's good. But across the army, I can see a lot of cases where you just would never use it. Yes, with your assault squads mm. and some of their special units are assault-type squads. You should probably honestly have assault squads. Your blood angels, that's what you do. But for any other squad, you know, it, it's it's easy to play around unless you're using a template weapon. Here, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. You know how you mentioned before with the reaction, like you don't shoot with your Terminator sometimes because you don't want to get shot back. Yeah. Is that a benefit for you or a benefit for your opponent? If, if that you're not shooting him. Well, so so, but part of that we also have to keep in mind is sizes of games. As games get bigger, you're not you're probably yes. not necessarily saving it for that, or or there's a possibility that you're not doing that. But no, that that does benefit. It, it is technically a benefit to. It depends on which way you want to see it. It's a benefit to both sides. It's a benefit yeah. to my opponent because then he I'm has saying, more models yeah, it's, left. It's, it's a benefit to me because I have more models left. Exactly. Uh, so it's just kind of cool that, like, yeah, no, I like it. It's it's good. It's it, it is situational. I'll agree with you there. But I think it's a much more powerful advanced reaction. Of the ones we've read, I don't, I don't really think so. It's not that it's bad. It's not that it's problematic. But I think some of the other ones of I get to charge instead, I kind of like more. Uh, the Space Wolf one, I get to move and charge you. If, if my goal is to lock you down, that's better. Now, this one is nice if they're hitting with something heavier and you want to get their shrouded versus it. But yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with it. But there's other ones we've read that I prefer. I mean, if worse comes to worse, it's a free shrouded. I could already do a free shrouded. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least they don't get to react and nothing bad happens if you fail the charge. So you could Stupid always question. do it on a spot where maybe it's a little bit dicey just to see. Stupid question. Shrouded is six up five. or five up when you do it as an five. Like when it, it's, it's five, five up. up? Okay. Why do I keep thinking it's six up? <laughs> That's the Raven Guard rule. Okay. That's why I think you're sixes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I keep freaking confusing shrouded and i keep thinking it's six up anyway all right I, I would i would feel more that this once per game thing is cool if it was able to stack to a like a maximum of plus four 
Because now it's like, now I feel like oh. I'll survive and I feel like I have another use for it. I can use it to survive rather than just hopefully fighting you. Because you've already shot. And Well, don't forget, hmm? it also going to change what order your opponent attacks it. Because once you're engaged, you can't be shot anymore. True. And if they slip up, well, guess what? You know, now that Terminator squad charged your, you know, plasma guns or whatever, and they're stuck in combat, and they're probably going to win the combat, and they can't do anything about it. Maybe they could charge their own unit in to save you, save them, but that's that's it. Yeah, I just I, I'm not a fan of gotchas. Things that are oh, if you 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 forgot this thing that I can do that's very cool, and now now you have a problem. Um, because in that case, it could also be I shoot you from far away with my really good guns, and you can't make any reactions because as soon as you do, I know now it's safe. This unit can't be trying to charge me. Again, it's not bad. There's just other ones that are similar in nature that I like more. Uh, they can't all, they, you know, can't all be the same. Um, we have some warlord traits. Does anyone have a favorite warlord trait or a name? Oh, no, I kind of like. I kind of like the first two. Well, you don't get two. You have to uh, choose one. I know, I know. Uh, I'll do the first one. I'll do the first. It sounds cooler. Okay. The Incarmine Paladin. That's um, the word paladin. Oh, it's a lawyer? Li- it. What? No, Dave, what? No, me? No, no, no. Worst so, paladins ever. So, this is a Ladies and gentlemen, who is, I'm not the worst paladin. People you were more evil than my character who is actually evil. No, no, yes, no, 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 no. Go no, ahead. No, read no, about no. read about your paladin. I'm... Read about your loyal paladin. <laughs> Let's see how many people he murders. <laughs> A warlord with this trait gains the fear one special rule when an enemy army has the traitor allegiance. So again, rule that as whoever you're fucking playing. Uh, whenever a warlord with this trait is on the winning side of combat in which the warlord was engaged, and that includes at least one enemy model with a traitor allegiance, he increases the value of his fear special rule by one point at the end of the assault phase, in which the combat is won to a maximum of fear four. Yeah. So, for example... Oh, Jesus. That's better than the <laughs> for example, the, They were kept at three. Wait, there has to be a caveat. Hold on, hold on. There has to be... It probably resets. Hold on. For example, if warlord with his trait has fear one special rule... He's locked in combat with enemy unit with the traitor allegiance and wins the resulting combat. His fear special rule would become fear two at the end of the assault phase. In addition, any army who has this warlord trait gets an additional reaction in the assault phase. No, so it just keeps going. It's oh. it's harder to stack because, but it goes high. yeah because the other one you could get it for this is easier. I would say this is this tougher. is easier. You don't have tougher. to kill them. You have to win combat. There's a the difference. other one you either had to <sighs> kill in a challenge yeah, or kill, get kill, kill the kill character combat. or kill the unit. Yeah. You just have to win combat. All you have to do is score more wounds. Yeah, you can kill a sergeant so easily sometimes. Uh, the reason I would say it's all you have to do is win the combat. The reason I would say it's tougher is to get to the four is because you still then have to get through three combats. With the other one, in one combat, you have the option of getting all of it. Um Yes, true. That that's that's two turns. That's just a comedy that lasts two turns. Like two. No, no, no. Because remember, you yeah. can kill the character and also kill the unit, and that already brings you to fear three yeah. in uh-huh. one turn. Uh huh. Versus this, you could only win one combat a turn, so it would take you two turns 
to get you to fear three versus one turn yeah. to get you to fear and, three and, for the and potential. Lords. And that only work and that only works if you kill the unit though. In this one, no, you don't have to or, kill them. Or you just have well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I killed the sergeant and they hold and well now I'm screwed. But here's here, the thing, all you have to do is score more wounds. And it's okay. not that hard because you factor in all the combatants. So you have two units, multi-charge one unit, score more wounds and you win. If they're fearless, you just milk that unit for morale benefit. Uh, sorry, fear benefit. Uh, I don't know. I feel like killing the sergeant is easy. Killing sergeant slash killing the unit is easier. Yeah, I can do that once. Because there's only one sergeant in the squad. Mm. Or they just refuse the challenge and then you're screwed. Here? See, for me... Oh, because uh, wait, hold on. Is it kill the sergeant in a challenge or kill the sergeant in combat? I was challenge. You had to beat someone in a challenge. It wasn't even sergeant. It was like kill someone. I'll oh, beat challenge. someone in a challenge. Okay. Was the oh, actual ruling? Uh, well, point is, we're both agree. We're pretty much, even though we disagree, we all agree that this is still a good warlord trait. <laughs> the, the, right? I'm, no, I'm yeah, this is good. It, it yeah. has more upside than the Night Lords one, but it's an it's a very easy to make that direct comparison to it. So this has more upside. However, the downside, if you want to put it that way, is that, you know, it will take longer, uh, you know, on average. So they can get to the three yeah. probably faster than you'll get to three, but you can also get to four. And you don't necessarily have to be winning as much, even if they stick around, as long as you make it through. Um, although I I'm still always, a, a, you know, more about your... Your big unit, if I can control where they go, whatever I'm going to hit, I'm probably going to be able to wipe anyway. Yeah. Fear 4 is insane. Fear, fear 4... I mean, again, I haven't read all these books from cover to cover yet, but I don't know anything else that sits at Fear 4. What is... Bond does a... Hers was Yeah, Hers was only 3. Was here Kurt, 3. Wow. You could be a really scary yeah. dude. Okay. So I mean, you, so right. you're better at making people run, you know, like innocent uh, uh, townsfolk to go running into the dark <laughs> to be eaten by wolves. They're not, they're not salamanders. <laughs> you know, they're not the salamanders. Are supposed to be the civilians, man. Are yeah. We? No, I'm talking about when your not yeah. evil paladin made people run and it got them killed. Oh my god! That's, that's, I, mm. Am I wrong? <laughs> And in, in the words yes or no, you, know, you don't get to do this sit on the fence. Is what I said actually wrong? He did run away. So, so, and then they died from it, yes? Who knows? No. The bear could have got him when no. he was. No, no, no. Like, we we not... saw him. And actually, now I was talking about when the wolves did it, not even the bear. But we digress. Uh, Steve, would you like to take uh, Paragon of Unity or do you want to be the traitor? I want to okay. be the traitor. This looks I'll take fun. Paragon of Unity. Dan, you can stew in your own uh, Paladin juices over there. It is good, though. It, it is a good trait. I mean, Fear 4, your people are running, which is awesome. Um, any friendly unit made up entirely of models with the Legion of Stardust Blood Angel special rule that can draw a line of sight to the Warlord with this trait to any model in a unit with this... Oh, sorry. Um, draw a line of sight to a Warlord with this trait to any model in a unit the Warlord has joined, or to any model that is engaged in combat, which the Warlord is a part of, gains a plus one leadership, sorry, plus one characteristic, plus one leadership characteristic to a maximum of 10. Um, you also get an additional reaction in the opposing player's assault phase as long as he's alive. 
So you get an extra leadership if you see the Warlord, if you see his unit, or if you see anyone in the combat that he's fighting in. So in that case, you could see an enemy and you would still get the bonus. It wouldn't matter. Is that two for assault phase reactions? Yes, it is. But they're blood angels. That makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. Yeah, no, it was yeah. just it was um, interesting. I, I, that's right. Okay. Um, it it's plus one to your leadership. I mean, don't get me wrong. Plus one to leadership is absolutely good. This game leaderships are lower in general, so having a higher leadership is going to help you out. It it's sort of the it's it's the vanilla to the previous one's chocolate or or uh, strawberry. Pick whatever type of ice cream. You know, we we call it vanilla for a reason. Um, it's it's the very nice and good, but it's not exciting. I don't get excited by my leadership being better. My army is better. I will do better. The the game will probably work out maybe a little better for me. But you know, you you standing somewhere losing a combat by one and my fear four meaning that you actually are at minus five is just more fun. I don't know if either of you have any other thoughts on that. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Nothing to the contrary. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. It's just not exciting. Yeah, no, it's very good. At the end of the day, it's actually very good. There's nothing wrong with taking this. You you will do well if you take this. However, it's not the ones that are fun. I don't know. Maybe the Traitor one. That's that's one's probably fun, too. Traitors get fun stuff. Oh, yeah. It comes to the dark side. We have the good Warlord traits. Let's see about that. All right. <laughs> Thrall of the Red Thirst. Traitor only. So essentially, the lore of this one is that either you're all in on the Horus thing, or you are one of those Blood Angels that's gone a little crazy, and you're kind of distanced from the rest of the Legion, or completely abandoned by them, because you're just not controllable. So, for this one, if, uh, rules-wise, if at the start of the controlling player's charge subphase, there are enemy units with at least one mouth and 12 inches of the Warlord, or any this unit and models joined, so the Warlord is joined, and you can make a charge, you must declare a charge targeting that enemy unit. If there's more than one target, you can choose which one. Whenever you make a successful charge that's not disordered, you get plus two attacks instead of plus one attack for the charge. And you also get an extra movement phase reaction. So essentially, this gives you fear um, rage two yep. to the unit he's in. But without being rage too. So if you had rage from somewhere else, it would stack. Hmm. I like it. This is nice because you just dump dice at something with malicious intent. The, the, this one pairs very nicely. One, having the extra movement phase reaction pairs very nicely with their trait, their legion trait. Because I'm more likely to actually want to use my advanced reaction if I have more movement reactions and therefore can get into range. You walk within 12, I initiative forward. Now I'm actually chargeable. Now I can charge you if you decide to shoot me, rather than maybe I'm sitting at 12 inches without any other special bonuses. Yeah, Paragon of Unity is just... Um, it's very nice, but very vanilla. These other two are very fun. If you're a loyalist or a trader, they're both really good, and they're both, you know kind of two sides of the same cloth they're both actually pretty dark for one side being uh loyal you're just scary rather than murdering them per se so i i mean so far we haven't found anyone that we wouldn't take their own 
warlord traits for. Which is good, at least. We haven't found anyone where we thought all their warlord traits were bad. Because that can happen. All right. Um, we're on to the armory. Does anyone have any particular thing in here that they would like to be the person who talks about? We have three things. It's like they did it for us here. I'll take perdition weapons. Okay. I know Steve Watts probably on Steve's salt right. cannon. I can, I can take the I can take the <laughs> fires of heaven. It's the fires of heaven. Uh, any model if it, that's a blood angel special rule makes change a plasma pistol for an inferno pistol for no additional cost. Uh, it counts as a melter weapon for all the rules. So. Um, they have this in 40k as well. They have Inferno pistols. It's the same thing here. It's a range 6 inch, strength 8 AP1, pistol 1, armor bane, melta. So it's a 6 inch melta gun, essentially, or melta pistol. Um, it. I remember when I did Blood Angels, uh, some of the units have this or, or come sort of standard with it. It's great. Yes, it is very, very short. You have to get very close. But one, forgetting the melta part, the, the Melta is nice, but just having a, a pistol that is actually scary to fire is exceptionally good because at strength eight, I'm actually going to be, you know, I'm putting out my wounds probably on twos. Uh, you're getting no armor. If you're a space Marine, I'm doubling you out. Uh, I've had my Leviathan with his Melta Lance multiple times just skewer a unit because of the shots he got out of that, not even caring about melt range, anything like that. This is the same sort of idea. With it being a pistol, if you got chainsword in the other hand or anything like that, you'll still get your bonus attack. Um, you are swapping out a plasma pistol. In a lot of cases, that's about 10 points, but it's no additional cost, so that's not bad. Um, a little less range, stronger, doesn't get hot, and could pop a tank. I Honestly, I, re I really like them. I think they're actually very, very good. They're super close, but it's that's okay. It's fantastic. It's okay, because you're going to have a jump pack. Yes. Yeah, a lot of yourself going to have a jump pack, and, and even if not, um, you know, you, you're set up with something that's really going to be it. Is there... When you're reacting to someone who's going to assault you, your weapon has to have range? It is still range-dependent, except for um, templates, template, yeah, as long as you're Otherwise, in the 8-inch you, template You still range. do okay. normal shooting. Yeah. Templates actually get infinite range in a Overwatch. Weirdly. That's weird. I, was thought, I thought it was the 8. Okay. The idea is they're charging into the flames being driven back, but for a reason that does not apply to the Melta Pistol, because you have to be in range okay. for that. It's just one of those game design yeah. things. And this is about the only time that's come into play, because other weapons are, you know shoot out to 12 or more so it's the first time it's actually had to really be considered but i still love it all right uh dan i think you were taking the perdition weapons yes yes i am so perdition weapons really cool by the way but let's see so uh any model with both the legion of stardust blood angel special rule and character subtype makes change a power weapon for a perdition weapon from the following list for only five points uh, all the weapons here are listed as power and flame weapons. Haha, <laughs> Salamanders, you're good now <laughs> for the rules affecting this weapon. Um, so, um, so you have the blade, axe, spear, and maul of perdition. Basically replacing the, you know, power sword, power axe, power spear? Is that how it's power, power lance. Power lance. Power lance and a power maul. So, uh, 
First of all, it seems like they basically get an additional strength throughout the list. So now the Blade of Perdition is plus one strength rather than user. Power, Axe of Perdition is plus two strength rather than user. Plus one. Uh, on Spear of Perdition is plus one. Plus one. And Maul is plus three instead of plus two. So overall, you get an additional plus. What's really good. And their APs don't change either. So it's Blade is three. Axe is two. Spear is three. Uh, and Maul is two. And it's always like two-handed, unwieldy. That hasn't changed. What's really interesting is that they all get brutal too. There, there's a few slight differences. They kind of glance over there. The, the blade is two-handed rending, although it's a, oh, it's a two-handed normal just, sword with a little bonus. The axe is the only one that's unwieldy, but the axe normally is, and it is two-handed. So it, 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 normally they're not two-handed. They all become two-handed. All of these weapons are actually two-handed. Oh, okay. All right. So that's the so, other way to change, but they become brutal too. Yeah, give up your offhand weapon bonus to gain yeah. Brutal yes. 2. That's a deal I make for 5 That's I'll take that. You also get bonus strength, so yeah, yeah. it's a done yeah. deal. I, I, it would be worth the extra 5 points alone without the Brutal 2 by having an extra strength. That alone would do it for me. You know what's funny, too? And then the Brutal I, offsets the two-handed. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and what's What's really funny about this is like, sure, it's AP three, but I don't mind. Like the power mall, the the the, the mall of perdition, you're going to be wounded on twos, and then anything is there is going to be an extra two armor saves. So you might just get through that two up artificial armor, which is interesting. I mean, and and let's face it, the, the the armor save of the game is not a two up. There are things with two ups. But but the base yes. armor save is currently a three up, and once Mechanicum and and maybe some of the Solar Auxiliary, maybe these armors come out, maybe it ends up a little bit closer to like a like a three point five or something. You know, would I would I take my Blade of Perdition squad and go against Terminators? No, I don't care if I brutal. I'm still going to try to avoid them as best I can. But they'll yeah. do some good if they get there. But if they go against most other things, it's going to be exceptional. Yeah, no, I agree. No, it's it, good. It's a nice. This, this makes them great take. veteran hunting yes. weapons. Yes, because of the brute. Absolutely, they're great for veterans. Uh, anything in a th if you're in a three up save, yeah. If you're a veteran, anything like that, you have multi wounds. I will chew through them. I think also one last change: the power mall is AP four, isn't it, or is it AP three? No, three it's now. three now. It used to be four. It's it used now. to be four. Oh, okay. It used to be four. Oh, okay. Because I'm looking at that like, wait, did they also make an AP three too? That's that's pretty sexy. That, no, no, it's yeah, they, that that did change as well. So, all right, tell us about this fancy assault cannon. All right, yeah, the Elias assault cannon. Um, if you remember last time, I also had this weapon in the Imperial Fifth Century, and I was said this makes me sad. <laughs> Here makes me a lot less sad. So it's an assault cannon. It's got range 24, strength 6, AP 4, assault 4, rending on a 6, malfunction. So if you fire it as a reaction, it gets hot. Um, the use I can take it is anything that is infantry unit type can stop a heavy bolter for an assault cannon for 10 points. A Praetor, uh, sorry, Predator. Wow, I mixed that up. A Predator. Can replace its twin mounted predator. Uh, sorry, start mounted predator auto cannon with the twin linked Ilias assault cannon for no points. And dreadnoughts can exchange heavy flamers for assault cannons for twenty points. Do they get it, this at, on less stuff than Imperial Fist? Um, I can take a quick look. Yes, I'm not sure if they get on less. I thought it was the same. If stuff. I remember correctly, the answer is yes. It, it, wait, because uh, oh. Imperial Fist uh, on uh, Imperial Fist. Change out flamers 
So heavy flamer to it on a normal guy for 10 points. Um, Blood Angels do heavy flamers on infantry. Yeah, turret-mounted predator cannon for a turret-mounted twin linked for no additional points. That's the same. And they change out the heavy flamer in the dreadnoughts. So it's the same. Okay, this oh. is the same. So then I misunderstood this. Maybe it's something that changed between the leaks yeah, and the final have, Yeah, actually, it's I thought literally you could change the same. Out any heavy flamer? Because I thought you could do Sponson Assault Cannons. That's not a thing. So I'm going to have to talk to a few people that have been converting their mods. Going, hey, I got bad news. Yeah, not in this at least you can't, no. Because there's a lot of discussions around having Sponson Assault Cannons with this. But I guess no. that's not a thing. Not a not, thing. Not according to the actual rules. However, this is the same points as for Imperial Fists. And these guys hit on threes instead of twos. So uh, that, that that's rough. It's a great weapon, though. It's still a great weapon. It's, it's just great not. Weapon, yeah. This is not the BS that Imperial Fists are. This edition, although seen a AKA this is balanced. Yeah, seen a Leviathan with double nipple assault cannons is hilarious. It's a beautiful thing. Or seen even a Deo with it is hand. even more hilarious. Right. No, oh, on yeah, Leviathan, it's on the torso. The other it one. is nipple mounted. It's literally a tit yeah. assault cannon. Yep. Uh, Daredeo too. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad pick, but it's not the insanity you get with Imperial Fist. But you guys did it first, so by default, in my heart, you do it better. Even if uh, Tabletop disagrees. <laughs> Alright, and, and this is this is actually All the right. first Legion where they don't have any sort of character upgrades listed. Um, they don't get any form of Consularis or anything like that. Nope. No one's special. Which is very weird, because... Well, no, because I guess not, because in 40k they have those weird sanguinary priests, but I guess the sanguinary priest popped up after the heresy. Yeah, the sanguinary guard and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, alright, that that takes us to the Dawnbreaker cohort. Um, does anyone have a particular unit as we start getting to the units that they the want to talk about? Paladin. Oh, well, Dan, Dan what did he call his. Yeah, he I'm thinking paladins. Elk is paladins. Sure, I we, want them. Yeah, yeah. So, you can yeah, talk about when models. we get to the paladins. Maybe they also harm the innocent. We'll see. Uh, I'll pick Dawnbreakers because they have a weapon and go I for really it. like that weapon. Do it. Alright. So Dawnbreaker cohort. You've got a veteran squad stat lines, a weapon skill five, two wounds, two attacks, leadership eight. Oh, and a two of barber save, just in case, you know, you want to be a little bit beefier. Um, it starts at a five-man unit for 150 points. You get a Falling Star Pattern Power Spear, which is the thing I love about this unit. And you get Grenade Dischargers, Frag Grenades, Artificer Armor, and a Warhawk Jump Pack. Um, for special, um, their infantry, um, the, you know, Squad Leaders of Character, they get Level Angel's Rule, they get Furious Charge, and a rule called Set the Sky Aflame. So for that special rule, when a unit composed of mo entire mods with this rule is deployed as part of a deep strike assault, any enemy units within six suffer a minus one modifier to leadership characteristic when they take any pinning checks caused by the deep strike assault. That's a nice little perk because Ooh. deep strike assaults are, um, as I, I keep saying, yeah. really good. Like, really good. And that extra little minus one could very much tip the scales into making things pin. Because a minus one on 2d6 is a very weird curve. And pushing a squad from 8 to 7 is a nice bump. 
if you they happen to already be suffering, say you cause fear. <laughs> um, going from a seven to a six is a big swing. Um, because you going for okay, math wise, going from eight to seven, you knock out five out of thirty six. Going from seven to six, you knock out six out of thirty six mm-hmm. potential outcomes on two d six. So that's you know that's almost a third on either of those steps. That that's big. Not the rest six. But yeah, no, that's that's nice. Um, for their options, you can take up to five extra guys and twenty five points each. Um, you can replace the power spear with an equinox power blade case at five points a model. The entire squad can take melta bombs, which this is one of those units that actually has that option. However, having no invulnerable save a little nerves out throwing them at dreadnoughts just because dreadnought will swing first and probably kill half the squad. Um, although they are weapon skill 5, so they do have a fighting chance. And then the unit leader can replace their power spear with a power weapon for free, or a perdition weapon for 5 points. Let's look at these spears, though, because, you know, talk about them a lot. I really like them. It is a melee weapon. It's a power-type weapon. You get plus 1 strength, AP 3, melee and reach. Oh, so that's a normal power lance. And then you're rending on 5 up. Ooh. Yeah. The biggest downside to the Power Lance is they can't reach that AP2 status to fight Terminators. And these guys go, oh, don't worry about it. I got you. Um, and it's running out of 5. Not even a 6, but a 5. And it's straight up rending, too, which means it works on yeah. Dreadnought. Mm. And their Fury is charged, so a plus 2 strength on the charge. So they're wounding on 5s anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in ongoing combat, wounding on 5s. That's, that's really nice. Um, the other option you can take for an extra five points a model are these Equinox Power Blade cases. Um, basically, it's a pair of melee weapons, but you get a single stat line representing the pair. Um, in any assault phase, you choose one of the profiles to make attacks, and everyone in the squad uses that profile. So you could either use your Sunrise Blade or your Sunset Blade. The Sunrise Blade is Strength User, AP3. Melee, Shred, Sudden, Strike, 1. So on a turn you charge, you get plus 1 initiative. And then the Sunset Blade is Melee, Rending, 5 up, and Sunder. For your vehicle hunting needs. Um, so what you have that Strength, 4. On a 5, you're at 9. Plus D3, so it's a... 10 minimum if you rend, up to a 12, 11, 12, 14, I think? I think they can hit a 14. Because 6 plus 4 plus 3, 9 plus... That would be 13. Yeah, four, they can hit no, a 13. 13. They can hit a 13. 14 on, 14 on the charge. Furious charge gets up to 14. Um, I'm not as impressed by that one, because Sunder only works on vehicles and not Dreadnoughts. I think I'd rather have the reach and swing first, and if the dice love me and hate my opponent, get the kill. Yeah, I don't know if I like the upgrade, the extra five points for that. It's not bad. You do get an extra attack. No, no, no extra attack. It's a, wait, and all their attacks of. Oh, never mind. They do get. They do get an extra attack. They do. Sorry, that's the last like three words. So they do get an extra attack, which is. It's nice. 
but I I'd rather have the yeah, Pirate Spear. I'd, I'd rather. Personally. Maybe it's because I really like Reach, but Re uh, Reach ah. is good on your close combat unit because if I can kill some of your stuff first. I, I, you don't look at a combat unit, a close combat unit, to be good because it can kill like some tack marines. You look at a close combat unit because it's good because it can kill something that's a little bit hardier. And the best way to do that is to swing before you, because then I'll live. Yep. So now I, I, and they're already 150 points for five guys. I wouldn't want to throw an extra. Maybe yeah. if you can choose any of them, right? Any model. Maybe if you want to pick like one or two. Just yep. in case you go against, uh, I don't know, something. Something that matters. Space Marines. No, Space Marines. Because now it's AP3 and it's Shred. And you have an extra attack. So, yes, Space Marines would be it. You're wounding them on twos. Yeah, twos with the reroll on the charge versus twos yeah. on the charge. On the ongoing combat, it's going to be fours with the reroll versus threes. Fours and the reroll is technically better. I, I I suppose I suppose I don't I I really like the power spears though, just because I think reach is a fun rule and I wish I could have that <laughs> weapon. Um and then you know closing out the unit we have the grenade discharger. Um, it's it's basically a little wrist mounted assault uh, assault grenade launcher. You got range twelve, strength three, AP six, assault three, pinning, or you could shoot it with crack, which is strength six, AP four, assault one. One weird thing to know about this unit is they do not have crack grenades, only frag. Yeah. Yeah, but they could, you can, this is one of the spots where you could take the melt bombs yeah, if you're really worried about the heavy things. That's true. And it's per unit you're paying the points, so if you happen to run a 10-man squad, it becomes kind of economical. Ah, this is a nice unit. Um, I ended up doing a little mathematical matchup between this unit and um, the Raven Guard jump back guys, the mm -hmm. Dark Furies. And these guys had a pretty good advantage. Even if they got charged, which is where the Raven Guard excel, these guys ended up climbing up on top just because they have that two-up armor save base and the reach. Reach makes a big difference in a lot of elite versus elite unit matchups. Could you get charged and you're swinging first? Yeah. And like I said, putting you at a two-up save means that against most most of your what you might call your fast-moving combat squads usually are not AP2 across the board. They might have a way to get a little bit here and there, but it's not like it's all AP2. So I think it's... I, 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 I agree. I think they really stand a very good chance. Yeah, when I'm looking at the other squad, they're shred running on a five-up. Um, the Dark Fury squad, but yeah, I'll swing before you. You're only a three-up save other than one of them's a two-up. I'll kill a few of your models first. And now you have less to swing at me with. Yeah, no. Dawnbreaker's great unit, and the model, the models are a little plain compared to the other Blood Angels models, but I kind of like that, too. Because it doesn't get too busy. It still has a, it has a simple elegance to it. No, it's a great unit. Oh, look at these yeah, right, they don't man. need to be quite as over the top as some of the things they do are. And that's okay. They look like, do they got like bird faces? It looks like bird faces. Look at this picture. Oh, no, it's just the way they painted it. Yeah, they're more subdued. Absolutely more subdued. All right, Dan. You, yeah, you want to right, talk ready? about your other form of, of paladin? Probably, probably. My top five favorite looking models in Horus Heresy. These guys look 
These guys look good. All right, so Crimson Paladins, 145 points for three of them. Not five. Well, okay, so each, so I'm just going to skip real quick. I did the math. Each additional one is 40 points each, meaning if you have five of them, they're 225 points, which is... That's that's the cheaper side of the Terminator-style unit. Exactly. I it's kind of cool that they started three in my opinion, especially as a custodians player because All it makes you me super just happy. talk about maxing um, squads yeah, no, so, and you're happy they can come in three. Um, don't ask. Okay. Me, don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know why? Because you could fit them in a land raider Achilles without anyone else. Oh my god, yes. Um, but yeah, no. So it's 145 for three, 225 for five. If you're going for the normal five, if we're gonna like average it out to the yeah. other elites, and their weapons go five. Ballistic skill four, there are two wounds, uh, two attacks, three attacks. Leadership ten, though. Straight leadership ten. They are armed with a power weapon. They are armed with a Coriolis pattern uh, power shield. They are armed in cataphractite terminator armor, so have that four-up invulnerable. They are bulky two, relentless. They come with deep strike natively. Very nice. They have a special rule known as the blood is forever, and they are stubborn. So these guys are stubborn leadership ten. They're dwarves. <laughs> oh, um, that's a grudging. Yeah, pretty much. Um, each one additional is 40 points, as I said before. Um, you could exchange the power weapon for a sunset blade, which I don't understand why you wouldn't, because sunset blade is the it, one that it's, the, it's uh, on the next on. page. It's on the page for them. It's a sword oh, okay, that yeah. rends on I, five. I, I'm not sure why you wouldn't, but what about that? Exactly. I don't, yeah. Uh, for every five miles in the unit, one Crimson Paladin may exchange his Coriolis Pattern Power Shield for one of the following. So he can um, exchange for an Assault Cannon, Heavy Flame, or a Plasma Blaster. Have we seen that yet? Um, we have seen the Plasma Blaster. Yeah. The Plasma um, Cataphracty and Tartarus can take those. Oh, okay. It's a, yeah, yeah, the generic squad. Oh, generic? Okay. I feel like all the special ones most haven't had that have option. Yet, which is one weird. of the, I think the Night Lords um, one did, but most of them don't have the general options. Oh god! Oh god! god. Just wanted to check because I'm like that. Oh, that's that popped up mad. Uh, up to two Crimson Paladins may exchange their power weapons for a Power Fist or Chain Fist. Um, and the Exemplar can take a Perdition weapon for free and take a Grenade Hardest for ten points. So let's look at their special rules slash weapons. First of all, the Blood is forever. Uh, this is a long one, so bear with me. <laughs> While locked in combat with a unit that outnumbers them, a Crimson Paladin unit gains the Feel No Pain 5-up special rule. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are outnumbered, you now have a 2-up, 4-up invulnerable, 5-up Feel No Pain. However, it gets better. If outnumbered by more than twice their own number, then they instead gain the Feel No Pain 4-up special rule. So that's a 2-up, 4-up, 4-up. Any model with the independent character special rule that joins the squad does not gain this special rule and does not count for the purposes of determining when the unit is outnumbered. So it's only the main unit that counts. Each Crimson Paladin and Crimson Exemplar is counted as two models because they have bulky two. Um, and, I, yeah, it just keeps... If locked in combat with more than one enemy unit, add the size of all enemy units together to decide if the Crimson Paladins are outnumbered. And it's all enemy units, by the way, not friendly units. So, like, let's say it's, uh, we're all in one big blob, and I got two units, and you got two units. I count the Crimson Paladins against your two units, not my yeah. two units against your two units. It's very nice. The Sunset Blade is a power sword that rends on a five-up and has Sunder. So, this is what I made the joke about before. If they're armed with a power weapon, like a power sword, uh, which is rend on a six, 
just just why not take the rending five up in Sunder? Like that made no sense to me. Anyway. And then the Coriolis pattern. Uh power shields, basically any wound results um in melee get reduced by one. So that's not bad. So let's talk about these guys a little bit. They're very interesting in my opinion. Um first of all, they started three. But I think you can go to five comfortably to be quite let's be honest, we can we can go to five comfortably. And that would be as ten models essentially. Um they're stubborn that, ten. Though? They're pretty much I don't know. It, well, here's the thing. Most what's ten in this game? Terminator squads and eh, not well, even uh, Terminator uh, squads five, five five on five would be equal. Um yeah. Actually, you know what's funny too? I no. I was gonna say replace, give them chain fist and power fist, but at that point you're not getting your field no pain, and the rule just kind of doesn't do anything. You would get your. But you could probably oh, take three of them, uh, maybe four. Oh yeah, because you would replace. Yeah, because then you're taking no, the same you time. You would still get your field pain. no pain part. You just wouldn't get the shield part. Uh... Wait. Oh yeah, because you reduce. No, no, it's reduced. That's the what the shield rules made by. And one. if you take a power fist, um, no. No, they just changed their weapon. You would still have it. Why not? Sorry, I was looking at the wrong line. If you change out to take a power fist or chain fist, if power fist, not if you're getting hit by one. If you're, if you are taking one. Oh yeah, yeah. But I was saying, let's let's give them a power fist, and then they get hit with one. Um, I wouldn't put the. What I'm saying is, I wouldn't put these guys against terminators. These guys are tactical marine killers, right? And most tactical marines or veterans run in squads of 10 or more. So I would probably run a squad of three to four of these guys, right? Deep strike them down, give them all sunset blades, because it's free. And that's what, 145? That's 185 points for a free deep strike unit at stubborn 10. They're going to be outnumbered. They deep struck in, so they're going to be able to assault. And now they get on the charge... Uh, what? If it's four of them, that's uh, six, seven, eight, nine attacks, right? Um, that, right? that would be the base number of no, attacks, nine. not counting the attacks for charge. Yeah. Oh, and then another four. So yeah, you get what? So you uh, have thirteen. Sorry, uh, thirteen attacks. Thirteen attacks, mostly hitting on threes, wounding on twos, or actually wounding on threes. Wounding on threes because it's strength user. Yeah. Wounding on threes because you charge. Yeah. So we're not threes, but rending five up at your AP three anyway. Um, I would toss these guys at veterans or tactical marines on an objective. That's what I would use these guys as. They're not going to be your dedicated. Like most elites we've talked about are your dedicated Terminator versus Terminator anti-killers, right? Um, with the exception of a few. But these guys, I would not even look at a Terminator squad to toss these guys at. These guys are your dedicated, oh, is that a 20-man tactical marine on an objective? I'm going to try to remove them. Having deep strike is the only reason, in my mind, that you would talk about them yes. for any sort of purpose. Oh yes, yeah, yes. It, it's that because yeah, it's essentially unless you want to pay the extra points, it's a few guys with AP three weapons. The outnumbering people is useful, but to outnumber people means you have to come in with low numbers. If you come in with high, you're not getting one of your potential rules. You will have that minus one to wound, which is 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 really good. And actually, that part would make Terminators a little less scary because then even Power Fists aren't hurting you on are, are requiring threes. So you're, now you're going to start missing a bit more. 
though you might, you know, I said, maybe you don't get your feel no pain, but you know, if they miss a few more, it can kind of even out. But I don't know. I'm not thrilled with them personally, but it's probably the deep strike that saves them. Honestly, they're cheap. They're 185 points for four of them. Toss them on a tactical marine deep strike and toss them on a tactical marine squad. That's my opinion. You don't like, again, people who complain, I've seen so many complaints on this. Um, I'm like, oh my god, these guys suck. You know, I can't kill Justarian Terminators with them, or I can't kill like Lernaeans. And I'm like, but why the fuck are you going against other Terminators? Yeah, that's not their job. They, they, these are not. That's not their job. Like here, put it this way: 185 points, right? They deep. How much is a 20 man tactical Marine squad? Base fuck, would be 200. 200, right? And that's not including that, that, the power fist and the artifice. Your armor, one dude. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So 185 points, you toss me a 20-man tactical marine squad, they're going to route that squad for cheaper. And probably not uh, take a wound in the process. They could potentially get, depending on your dice, of course, because I've played enough games where I've seen some people roll really bad. Yes. You could get horribly wounded on very true, very true. potential reaction of shooting you first, because that 20-man squad, you're going to be within 12 inches extra shot. And if I'm attack squad, Fury of the Legion, because I'm going to count a stationary, an extra shot, I'm firing 60 shots at you. I might cut down a couple of these guys on your way in. I I had it the other day where I, on like Very 10 true. saves, the guy I was playing against like failed three or four. I've done that before. So I mean, like it, 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 it statistically should go in your favor. But remember, Overwatch is a thing. So be careful about that. 20 bolter marines are, are going to put a hurt on you. I don't care what you are. But. Maybe take a squad of five then. That's, there's or your use your once per game on this unit. Boom. No, but that's in the shooting phase. Or when is it when they shot. get shot? When they get shot. Oh! Okay. So now they have a five up shrouded. Okay. But then the feel of pain's useless. But then again, no, that's only a close combat anyway, right? Combat only yeah, anyway. it's a close combat. So anyway. that's what actually makes it useful there, because they actually would get yeah, the so. get the bonus. I, I can see why people are a little, you know, not necessarily thrilled with them. I, I can see that. I understand it. They like said it, it, you have to smartly decide what to go against. There are units these guys should not go against, and that's fine. Yeah. But that does mean, you know, your army to some extent, just on the base side, is, uh, we haven't looked at the other unit, the Angel's Tears, yet. Um, you're lacking that sort of heavy, dedicated infantry unit. But you got other options. You, you have guns. 145 points. For three guys. You got to keep in mind, that's three guys. That's, you know, for three, I know. 185 for fine. Do four. 185 for four. That's that's cheap. Maybe people are mad because they look really sexy. Like these are beautiful I, models. I don't know if I Dave is uh, um, looking at them on Twitter. Oh, or they're them. nice. Yeah. They have a little bit more filigree. They start getting to that level of almost being um, a little too much. A little like uh, their their leather straps hang off the. Uh, Cataphracty armor on the side has blood droplets on everything instead of just the normal little stud. Their, their shields I like. The shield with the face I think is very good, but they do start getting a little bit busy. 
for me, but I still like them. But they're 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 starting to crest that uh where I would be concerned. But I don't know, I think they look good. That's why well <laughs> you, you go with armies that are a little bit more ostentatious. Yes. That is true. All right. Let's look at these angels tiers. 150 points for five of these boys. They are base marine stat line, although their leaderships are one better. They're eight, nine for the sergeant model, which is an arch heirloom. I guess heirloom. They gave him a stupid name. That's fine. I'm sure there's a reason for the name, but. It's a destroyer stat line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the stats are. They're, well. They do have more attacks. My apologies. They missed that. Uh, war gear wise, they had two Volkite Serpenta. They had chain swords, rag grenades, which is always nice. You haven't seen that too, too often. They have the frag and crack, power armor, and they have jump packs, of course. Um, they are heavy infantry type. They have counterattack one, so they're absolutely fine being charged. And with the fact they have rag grenades, they would love to be charged. Um, stubborn, and they have bitter duty. Remember, bitter duty means you can't have a character join the unit unless they also have that same rule. So, to a large extent, they will go unsupported. Although, uh, can a Moritat take a uh, jump pack? Okay, so there yes, you go. Can. Also, stupid question. Is it they got a jump pack yes. and they're heavy infantry? That's right. Oh, okay. So they can't run and they lose an inch on reaction moves. But they, yeah, so but they also fly. And they also reroll against fly. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, you could take five more for 20 points a guy. Uh, entire unit. Here's another squad that can take melta bombs for 25 points for the whole unit. Um, any one of them may exchange one of the Volkite Serpenta. For one of the following, they can take uh, the uh, Angel's Tears Grenade Launcher, which we'll go through in a moment. Heavy Flamers, the Assault Cannon for 10 points. You can take Rotor Cannons, Heavy Chain Swords. Um, the Sergeant model, the Arch Arum, um, can take out his Chain Sword with some various options, including Power Weapons, Power Fists, Lightning Claws, all that. You can also take a Plasma Pistol, swap out one of his Volkites for that. And he can get up to his Artificer Armor for the 10 points. So, somewhat normal upgrades. Um, for that Grenade Launcher, because if you look on Forge World, they sell these in two different types of units. The normal unit, and then they sell a different set that are armed with Grenade Launchers. It's a 24-inch range, Strength 4, AP 4. It counts as a Rad Weapon. So, very, very important there. Assault 3, Rad Phage, and Fleshbane. Um... That's actually really ten points a uh, ten points each. They remove one of their Sapenta, which means they still have the other one for the extra attack on uh, it's just the extra attack because of two weapons. That's exactly. Yeah, I would probably swap out I'd probably swap out a few of the guys for that. Maybe like two. So alternate. So yeah. alternate. It says any model may exchange yeah. it, right? Don't take the grenade launcher because the rad phage only works if you wound something, right? And like if it's wounded, it's probably going to die anyway, to be quite honest. Instead, you give them all assault cannons. And now you have a jump pack assault cannon unit that if they charge still get an extra attack and a bu- charge bonus 
And they have counterattacks, so fuck it. You don't even, they have rad grenades anyway, Dave. So you give them all assault cannons, which are the same points as the great yeah. grenade launchers, and now they're jumping around with assault cannons, and if they get charged, you overwatch, and that first turn, someone who charged you is minus one toughness. True. Um, they're three up saves, so you do have the potential problem with the gets hot. You then have to roll them slowly, but yeah, that might be the better call. I, I just, I like the grenade launcher, but your assault cannon is strength six, so you're probably wounding on twos anyway. It has flesh bane. It, there's some spots where that might be nicer, but in general, wounding on sixes is going to give you the same exact concepts as flesh bane, no matter what anyway. Um, you would get one more attack, and your AP would stay the same. And the assault cannon at least can rend, so you could potentially take down some heavier things. I'd I still wouldn't use all of them. I think that's getting too expensive. I think that's doing a little too much. Um, I would take maybe a few, but I don't know if I want five guys for 200 points. To put them all with assault cannons. Listen, that's okay. Five yeah. five guys for two hundred points, but they have assault. They have jump packs, and that's what twenty assault cannon shots. Um, with the ability to jump around twelve inches. Thirty-six inch threat on assault cannons is not yeah, thirty-six. Bad. Yeah, thirty-six no. inch range. Twenty-four on inch cannons. range, thirty-six inch threat. Yep. Well, yeah. Sorry. That that's that's not you, bad. You gotta find a new phrase than not bad. That's yeah. so well, no malo. It, it's so not bad <laughs> means uh, it is therefore not a good thing, because otherwise you'd say it's good. So is it actually good? It's good. Two hundred points and throw out twenty strength six shots. Yeah, I think I that's mean, good. Yeah. I pay a lot more than that for my fucking myrmidons, and I only take three of them. So what you do is you don't use these guys up in your front line. You keep them as a reserve unit, not like in reserve, like hold them back, hide them behind terrain or like a rhino or something. And then when you're ready, you spring them out and you just dump yeah. dice onto something. Yeah. And then you can assault with them. In after general, I find that destroyer squads, including these guys work best as a counter assaulting unit. Yeah. They're three up saves. They're I, not going like, to withstand yeah. if someone really wants to take them down. If you have them out there, if also if that's your concern, if if this is unit that concerns you, I will shoot it. And if you reaction fire at me, I know you might kill a few of your guys in that alone anyway. So that would be the trade off because I know sooner or later you'll shoot me anyway. So yeah, I'd shoot you. Do you want to fire back because you might lose some people? So I, I like them with. Uh, Taking him more attack since he gets bitter duty and there's a, a at least maybe even a good spot to hide him. It would, would be really cool is hit like a yes. more attack with double plasma and then take all these guys with assault cannons and that'd be a nasty little like <laughs> pop around the corridor and just yeah <laughs> bolters I over. That idea. I wouldn't take probably more than the five. I don't know if I keep adding more and more guys. I think they actually would work very well as a five pack because then you can also hide them. I think if you get towards closer to 10, one, you're adding an extra 150 points with the way you want to do it. But also 10 guys are a lot harder to hide. So. Okay. All right. I think we are on to their special contemptor. Does anyone in particular want to talk about this contemptory boy? Yep. I'll take it. I actually like, okay. I like his rules. I absolutely okay. hate Talk them about all. him. I'm going to look him up. Well, it's a very universal sentiment. Very yes. universal. So, 
The Contemptor is great, don't get me wrong. Like, the Blood Angels Contemptor, the normal one, the Sidious, I think, is the same exact... Oh, no, it's slightly different on the body, but it still looks great. Like, the filigree, the, it's beautiful, right? It's so beautiful. And then you turn the model around, and that stupid... God, I hate that jump pack back. so goddamn much. Ooh, oh, yeah, my... that's not good. God. The... Yes. Like, the front of the model is so beautiful, and they could have just... like. Why does he have? Why does he have a Fast and Furious the, the, Nitro the boost back there? The problem with this jump pack is very simple. They took a normal Contemptor in every way. I mean, they, they, okay, they put a little bit of extra fanciness on him, but body wise, including his, yeah. his essential, um, you, you, you know, I, I guess where his power system is and all, that's all normal. And then they just kind of put this over it. You don't see that with Space Marines. A Space Marine takes his backpack off and puts no. on a jump pack. If they would have done that, yeah. it would have looked it just, it, a lot better. Yes, it just looks not good, and that's. I mean, I, Steve says it's a universal sentiment. I wouldn't, but like, it, it sucks too. Because like, look at the yeah. claws. Like, just real quick, Dave, look at the claws. You see how like the drum barrels underneath it. Like, it just it's a well thought out model, and then you turn it, it around. Looks, you're like, what the? F-? To me, honestly, by God looking damn, at it, 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 it's it's kit bash to me yeah yeah like slapped on yeah good okay i thought it was just, but yeah no and it's but i should point out there are wonderful like people who do like third-party bits for this right and it's literally you replace the backpack you buy the model and you replace the backpack um but anyway let's talk about the rules i, I do like the model i will point out that i absolutely love this model though um this is i i would take from the front <laughs> although in rules too i would take three of these guys if i could um Actually, you can take because it's fast attack. So it's a con- it's called the Contemptor. Inc- okay, is it Incendius? Incandius, in- I would say. Incandius, right? Incandius, Incandius, Incandiland. Yes. Latin, I swear to God, Contemptor Incandius Dreadnought, two hundred points. It is movement eight, which is normal for Contemptor. Uh, weapon weapon skill five and ballistic skill five. So again, normal Contemptor. Normal Contemptor. Yep, strength se- toughness seven. Normal Contemptor. Uh, wound six, initiative four, tax three, leadership nine, two up save. So it's yes. a normal contemptor by all means. It has two talents of perdition with inbuilt heavy flamers, which hint, hint, wink, wink, or play. You can replace that with inbuilt melta guns for ten points, or inbuilt assault cannons, which please do because it's modeled. The model actually has that and plays. It just looks cool. Inbuilt assault 15, cannons and talents which I is think the coolest is, thing. Is less it has than an what it normally replaces for because normally it would replace for twenty. Yes. Yes. Um, and it has an incend- Incandius booster pack, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, you can also replace both of its talons. It doesn't give you the option of replacing one. You can, o- you can also replace both of its talons for uh, Gravis Power Fist, which is the normal Contemptor Power Fist. So, let's talk about this dude. Uh, first of all, the Incandius booster pack. It may be used once per battle in one of two ways. These options are mutually exclusive, and the use of one means the other may not be used in that battle. So, you can deep strike this dude. <laughs> That's literally what it is. One of the rules is trade up deep strike. At the start of the battle, before any models are deployed in the battlefield, the controller or player may choose this contemptor into reserves and you give it the deep strike special rule, so now it's in deep strike assault. So you have, now have a deep strike assault contemptor. Without a drop pod, by the way, which is which is... That's nice. Or you can shock assault him. And this is also a very long rule, so bear with me. Um, the control player may opt to deploy the dreadnought as normal. 
In this case, you can use the booster pack. It has to be declared once per battle at the start of any player movement phases, including the first. When activated, the um, Dreadnought's movement characteristic is set to 12 inches, so it's, in a, it's a basically an Assault Marine, and it gains the Hammer of Wrath 2 special rule for the duration of the player's turn. While this is active, you may also ignore any models or terrain freely while moving, but you may not end up in, ter uh, in passable terrain or within one inch of models. Um, if you begin or end the movement in a difficult terrain, it must take a dangerous terrain test, um, and you cannot run. So essentially, you become an Assault Marine. Um, which is freaking awesome. Remember, uh, you can't use Deep Strike and then also this. You have to, it's mutually exclusive to each other. Um, we didn't talk about Rites of War, but note that any Contemptor uh, Dreadnought, or the Incandious Dreadnought that is used in the Rite of War Day of Revelation, you must um, use the Deep Strike rule. You can't actually use the Shock Assault rule because yeah. it has to be Deep Struck. Then you have the Talons of Perdition. Talons of Perdition are Strength User, AP2, Melee, Dread, and Brutal, too. So, let's compare this to the Gravis Power Fists real quick, which I don't think I have in front of me. Uh, hold on. I have it in my brain. Oh, good. Give me the Gravis Power Fist. Yeah, so Gravis Power Fist, Strength, nine. Um, nine, Ten. Fixed. Oh, Strength, nine. Strength, nine. AP, two. Melee, yep. Brutal, three. You lose a Brutal. You lose the ability to insta-kill eight. Or, or insta-kill, yes. sorry, toughness four. But you gain shred. Now, I should point out this is also a flame weapon. So against salamanders, again, this might not work. Um, melee, shred, brutal two. So you lose brutal three to brutal two, but you gain shred, and you lose strength nine to strength seven. It, it, to me, it, it's... It's worse. Worth. Uh, I don't know. I also weird thing. Does it say it doesn't? Okay, so it actually has four attacks then, probably. Because don't they normally say, "Oh, the the attacks are included uh, in the profile"? If they or no? are, they, they don't do that anymore. That. On contemptors, they usually don't, but they will tell you that you can get it. I know, like the um the Leviathan. So says that he has like five attacks. Really? It's because of his two close combat weapons. So this one's really four attacks, uh, not three uh, attacks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. It's because it's a melee weapon. You have two of them. Yeah. That means well, you no, just, I was looking attack. at the yeah, contemptor get, entry. In the contemptor entry, they specifically mention it after Gravis Power Fist and Gravis Chain Fist that when you have two of them, you get the extra. That would be my same assumption here. They don't technically say it, but yeah. Okay. 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 Um. No, I'd still run them because again, and this is I, Dave mentioned it before. It's got deep strike. Deep strike this in with like some uh, crimson paladins, and support it with some of those um, what are they called? Angels tears. This is a pretty good shock I would force. Swap his weapons though, me personally. Oh, oh the yeah, the weapons. <sighs> so I go back well, his and other form. I, yeah, has, go ahead. You know, it's a okay. yeah. Power Fist with built-in heavy flamer, which if you have a Dreadnought with a built-in heavy flamer, you can switch out to the Assault Cannons for 20 points each. It is technically 5 points more in Assault Cannon, so he's going to be 10 points more expensive. But I think the weapon overall is just better. Like, okay, it shreds. I'm, prob I'm wounding 
Okay, let's assume a Marine stat line for a second. I'm wounding on twos. Okay, twos re-rolling. Yeah. yeah. It's going to stop that terrible roll that you do every now and then when you roll a couple ones and you feel really sad for yourself. But in general, you're not gaining much off of that for the trade-off of I can't double out someone on multiple saves. Being able to double out hmm. a Terminator when, say, it's cataphractic, you have four up saves, I'm making you take three saves for each. Statistically, you're going to fail one of those. You're now dead. Here, you're taking only two saves. You fail one of them. You're still alive. So you would Absolutely. take the I, Dreadnought, but switch strike. it to That's the Grab's Power Fist. I deep strike him with some other stuff. I, you know, that, like I said, we didn't talk about that Rite of War, but it goes really well with that Rite of War. I, um, with like, I would absolutely do that. I would deep strike him with like two sets. Of, I would deep strike him with maybe two sets of like four man Crimson or even five man Crimson Paladins and just like have that be like the initial shock. Especially force, if you're talking about Crimson Paladins, opinion. because as we said, their target is not the really heavy units. You therefore need something to go against that heavier yes. unit. He's great to do that. Um, okay, so I spent what a thousand? Let's. I spent. No, 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 hold on. I spent twelve hundred points on Terrans who could like deep strike in. They were sure. my elite unit. Twelve hundred points, right? So I take two of these guys. That's four hundred points. I take two sets of five Crimson Paladins. That's. 450 points 450 points so right there that's 850 points and toss in the fucking angel tears who are 10 points each that becomes 190 fucking artifice your armor 200 so right there for 1050 points you have angel's tears with five assault cannons yeah right you have two dreadnoughts that can deep strike and then you have two sets of five crimson paladins that can deep strike you set the Crimson Paladins off on Tac Marines, and you set these guys off on the Terminators. That's a good third of your list right there, in my opinion. That's a damn good third of your and, list. Um, just to, to mention it quickly, it was... Oh, I'm on the wrong page for it. The Rite of War, yeah. Day of, uh, Day of Revelation. For Day of Revolution, Revelation... That uh, it's essentially it's a deep strike one. You put some stuff in deep strike assault, but you get to choose which turn they come in. You don't roll for it happens, and things gain fearless. There's a few other little things, but that's the main thing. So it's it's a known deep strike assault. Make these guys. That is a turn. Could you imagine like a turn turn one double contempt drop? Yeah, do a turn one. Oh, turn two. So turn. So a turn two double contempt drop with crimson paladins. With, assault, with an assault cannon backing that up. That's... Damn. What, what is the term in 40k? Where you like attack Alpha all strike. on turn 1 or turn 2? A- Alpha Strike is turn 1. Alpha Strike, yes. Um, usually considered top of turn, or sometimes yeah. they'll use Beta Strike if it's the bottom yeah. of turn 1, or like essentially the player two. who goes second. Yeah. Or turn 2. I've heard of her turn 2. Yeah, I like that. I like this. I, li- I like this. Again, but... I think he has to be paired with something. I, I don't think he's like an alone contemptor in the battlefield doing what. No, he needs to be paired with something. But I like him. Like this is a this is a right. yeah. I like their special units so far. They've got some pretty damn good special units. Well, we've actually now talked about every special unit they have. Is that all? No. Oh yeah, because right, they don't have um, no um, exemplar. So we, we searched. They don't have an exemplar unit currently, and they did have an exemplar battle. 
um, versus world bearer. So word bearers, but word bearers are the only ones who got a unit in that. The blood angels did not get a unit, so that actually finishes out for their units. Well, that puts us on to characters. Yeah. So yeah, special characters. Yeah. So I do like their units a lot. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I dropped my book right then, so just getting back to it. So um, we have. Hmm? Oh no. What? Oh no. Gravity. Well, uh, gravity still works at least. Um, we have three characters. Does anyone right. care who they talk about? Anyone got a favorite? I don't know any of. I think they took out my favorite one already. Anyway, did they take out the one with the like the half mask that was um silver? I'm trying to remember sure? his damn name. There's a character the that forty k. No, 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 no. He had like he had a beautiful half mask of silver and filigree, but I think. He got he taken model. out, sadly. Uh, yes. Oh, no, he didn't have a model. He didn't have a model. He had a drawing, though, in the black books. He had a beautiful, beautiful drawing in the black um, books. I don't know, because um, I will be honest. I have not read their little bits of fluff. I can walk so as we go along, books. I know it's not the first guy. I think you're thinking of Captain Tycho. Yeah, I have thought he was talking about Tycho. No, no, no. Hold on. Give me a Hold on. Because it's not Ralderon that you're talking about. It's the not Zephon uh, that you're talking Judic about. Yeah, the Judicar. And it's not the Judicar either. They're yelling at me right now. Hold on, I got my black book in front of me. Uh, this is first edition, so it's saying Gwynius. I'm going to laugh when it's Tycho. Um, you know it's going to be Tycho. I don't need him. Ah, Judicar Astar. Aster, oh my god. Fucking names. A Judicar Yes, Aster he is Crone. in the Legacies. Was oh. his well, he's, he's still in. He is. I will absolutely take him. I want to see how he changed. He I, honestly, I liked him because his his um his picture. I don't know if you can Google him or not. Um, oh, someone has a Google image of the uh, book eight rule, but his image is just really, really cool. Like he's beautiful, um, as like a drawing and just as a person. And he's got like the metal filigree face. Anyway, yeah. So I'll talk about him. I will absolutely talk um, about him. Do you care which one you talk about, Steve? You haven't talked in a while, though, so do you want to take Zephon? Um, So, Dominion Zephon, he's 185 points. He is one of the newest models in the range. He's in plastic. He is the one, he's a blood angel. He's jumping off a rock, and he has, I think, at least, what, one foot and maybe a hand that's cybernetic? He's had a few replacements. I do remember that. Yes. He's got an arm and a leg. And whatever the plastic model is, has it backwards. Does it? Yes. You read the book, and it's completely backwards from the actual <laughs> physical <laughs> model. That's great. Uh, all right. Let, let's, let's take a look at this backwards, you boy, then. So, uh, standard move seven. His weapon skill six, plus the skill five. So, that's his better stats. Normal strength, toughness, three wounds, initiative five. He's got four attacks. Ten leadership. He's a two-up save. He has his artificer armor. He has a spiritum sand. Uh, Sanguis, uh, Lament and Grief. So these are weapons that we'll talk about shortly. He's got an Iron Halo, so he's got his normal standard two up, four up. Frag Crack and Rad Grenades, which is really nice for him. Melt a Bomb, so he comes base with Melt a Bombs. And he's got a Jump Pack. Surprise, surprise. He is Relentless. He's a Master of the Legion, so he'll let you take your rights of war. Independent character, of course. Furious Charge 1. 
He has bitter duty, so he can go with the angel's tears that we talked about. Um, he's stubborn. He's a paragon of restoration. And he has his warlord trait, and he is a loyalist. So for, for his warlord, if he is your warlord, he has to take Exarch of the High Host. If he's the army's warlord, then a legion destroyer assault squad may be selected as part of the same HQ choice. They count as retinue. Uh, uh, is there anything else special for that? No, he gets... I'm not reading it right now for you because the moment I, sa- yeah. I saw retinue, it, yeah, it's just I was like, retinue, oh dear God, no, please And not. you get the extra reaction in the assault uh, phase. And the retinue becomes chosen warrior. Okay, yes. Not that Thank you. Yeah. That so that's the one other addition then. They do gain chosen war. There it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they can all take challenges. Well, I mean, that's nice because we'll, at least it keeps him out of it. If you want him to be carving through the rest of the squad, you might not want him in challenge because, like, exactly. yeah, yeah, maybe I'll win combat. But if I'm going against a unit that's say stubborn, I'd rather just be trying to kill more of you. Um. So his paragon of restoration, it gives him the feel no pain five special rule. In addition, the first time in any battle that Dominion Zephon loses his last wound or is otherwise removed from play as a casualty, the controlling player must immediately roll a d6 on a fourth. He remains in play with a single wound remaining instead of being removed or destroyed. Um, don't ever plan on it, of course, but when you get it, it's going to be funny. And you're yeah. going to like it. He has very light um, instant death protection. He's got his retinue. True. That's his instant death. Yeah, protection. he does. And a, a five up feel no pain, you know, is 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 nice as well. So he's a two up, five up at all times. You, he can tank a few of the wounds for his retinue because you know that he's got the save to to live through it. They're chosen warriors. They can go fight. I, I haven't taken retinues, honestly, but I also haven't built my retinue. But now I have my other Forge World stuff, so I'm probably not still building that retinue. Um. No, that's okay. I uh Deirdre's and stuff like that are what I want to build because they look dumb and that's fun. Um yeah. Did you see how big it's a side question? Did you see how big your oh, yeah, Volkite is on that yeah. thing? Oh yeah, yeah. And how big you are? Yeah. Uh, they're gonna they're probably gonna get a path. Yeah, side I don't know right. if I'm gonna bathe them tonight or tomorrow, but I'm probably gonna work on trying to trying to at least get them assembled and maybe get the first layer of airbrushing on them tomorrow. Yeah, I sprayed mine today, so I got to right, start working so on him tomorrow. He's got a couple weapons. For His first one is a power crude. weapon. It's the Spiritum Sanguis. It's a plus one strength, AP two, melee two-handed, Reaping Blow one, and Mastercrafted. Reaping Blow is if he's in base contact with more than one model. Okay. Yep, he gets an extra attack. So. Yep, he gets an additional attack. Or yeah, one because, yeah, he's Reaping Blow He gets blow the one, one yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. His other one is Lament and Grief. This is his pistol. So the other one's... So he'll. it's a pistol, and this one is just a regular melee weapon. It's not specialist. Oh, yep, sorry. There's no, two-handed. Handed, yep. two-handed. I was about to say, like, ooh, all that now. Two-handed. Okay. Well, it's a, because it's a big sword. All right. Yep. Um, oh, this is a spicy pistol, Lament though. and Grief are two separate weapons. They both count as Volkite, and they have identical profiles. Range 10, strength, strength 5, AP 5, pistol 3, deflagrate, and blind. And they are two separate weapons. So therefore, Ooh. when you're firing, if you're firing pistols when you're in, um, when you're shooting, you are allowed to fire more pistols if you have them. So he can actually fire two of them. So essentially he has yes. six shots. 
Remind me what blind does because I haven't oh. used it. Not me. We haven't reached blind. I oh, I can remind you because I love blind. That's why Mechanicum do. Um, blind is if you okay. are struck by the weapon. So if you're just hit, not wounded, not not take a wound. If you are hit with this weapon after the attack is resolved, immediately take an initiative test. If you fail the initiative test, the entire unit now is blinded, which means they are now weapon skill one. And I also believe ballistic skill okay. one as well. Let me check that. Uh, I always did it for the weapon skill because I didn't care. Uh, they, yep, they are weapon skill but and ballistic skill I mean, one. He, he goes perfectly into a squad of angels tears because those are the guys with the two Volkite Serpenta or the guys with a whole bunch of uh, assault cannons if you want to take. But even if you take them with the Serpenta, that's a lot of deflagrate shots. You'll have to roll his separate because his matter. But if you hit, you also might blind them. And now you're set up for a charge, and you're not nearly as scared of what the other unit's going to do to you, because they're going to have a horrible time hitting you, even in the reaction. I will, because to me, you know, when I look at the rest of those models, they're three up saves. He's a two up, but the other guys are three ups. I do worry about essentially the Overwatch. Your Blizzard skill one. I don't care about your Overwatch anymore. You're not going to hurt me. The few that you get through, I'll take them one at a time on him. He's got his two up and five up. He's he's quite yeah. good for 185. Hmm? As someone who, as someone who has used blind extensively in first edition, and the blind rule has not changed, I will absolutely say that when blind works, it works. Now the problem is you have to take an initiative test. I believe on the, is it the highest? So it doesn't say here. The test is passed. There's nothing that has failed all models. So I don't know. Yeah, oh, no, so I guess it's the majority. majority initiative, right? Yeah, so it, let's say there's a Praetor in that unit, super souped up Praetor, whatever, right? But he's in a unit of initiative four. That's a 50-50 chance. Oh, no, not, yeah. it's, a one, it's a one-third chance of failing. It, it's, yeah, That's it's a nice to have. scary. Don't again, bank on it, but it's an absolutely a nice to have. No count on it. No bank. Yeah. When yes. does the test the back happen? Pocket. Does it happen after the attack is completed or when you get hit? So. Uh, when you get hit. Ahead. At the end. Oh, sorry. Any unit hit by one or more models of this weapon with a special rule must take okay. initial test at the end of the yeah. current phase. So if they overwatch, or not overwatch, if they, they normal shoot back yeah, that's at what you, I wasn't curious about. they're not blinded. Because okay. it's, it's basically simultaneous. Yes, but if you're overwatched, no, their weapon skill and ballistic skill one. Uh, oh, by the way, I should put out until uh, the end of their next okay, turn, yeah. I should point out, Dave. It's not until the end of your turn. It's the end of the, it's, it, it lasts yeah, until, until it you your, fire your again. again. So, Which makes this hilarious in return fire. Yes. If you happen to blind them. Yeah, no, this is, I blind is that, it, not a lot of units have it. But those units that have it, I, oh, I, I again, don't want to use the word autotake, but just try to fit them in the list because blind is one of those things that if it goes off, it is an immediately yeah, oh crippling. shit moment for your opponent. Um, I have taken, again, this is no me way, doing... Dan, so I checked the characteristic okay. test. It's the highest in the unit. It is the highest? Oh. Yes, it's under characteristic checks. As oh, okay, okay, okay. No, but I will say, like, in first, when, when Horse Heresy, the first edition was around, I, had, again, would have, I would have blind shots, and I would target three to four to five units a turn just trying to blind them um, to help me out. It just, it, 
it works. Just do the it. The only downside to him, and it's not much, because for 185 points, you get you get a lot of good. Is his warlord trait? If if you don't want to take, that, yeah. uh, a legion destroyer assault assault squad as a retinue, his warlord trait doesn't do anything for you. But that's fine. You get a lot of other good things out of this guy, and he doesn't have to be a warlord. Just don't choose to be a warlord. I don't want to point out the. Mo- so I don't want to shit. I don't want to shit on the sculptor. I really don't. Uh, but I had this discussion. I think with you and Steve before. I do not like this model. Um, I there is something off, and I had to, I had to run it through my like with my it's dad. Line of action when when this model first got. Yes, I think did. we reviewed it like a long time ago when it first came out. The, oh, yeah, lot, the line of action is mixed. The yes. legs are moving in one direction. The jump pack moves in another direction, and then the sword yeah. swing is in a third is direction. The direction. Okay, good. As a whole, I'm, I'm it doesn't make just... sense. Now people have converted this and changed it up, but yeah, no, that's. I just want to point out that the model itself always like rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, but I just it's a good, it's a good rule set. The model just to remind myself of it, and Warhammer's site is down for maintenance right now, so there's that. That I'd raffle. Just type it on Google. That's what I do. I, most. Folks, I, I do it ninety nine percent of the time. All right, Steve, we want to talk about this chapter master, yeah. and then we will save um, the unit from the legacies yeah. for last. That's fine. I'll send you the picture, yeah. too, by the way. So, so here, we got, uh, here we got chapter master Ralderon. He is the first captain of the Blood Angels, and he's 180 points. Um, he has move 7, weapon skill 7, ballistic skill 5, strength toughness 4, 3 wounds, initiative 5, attacks 4. It's a standard creator stat line, but with an extra pip of weapon skill. Um, he's got Artificer Armor, a custom sword called the Incarming Warblade. He's got a Combi Flamer, Bolt Pistol, Iron Halo, Brian Crack Grenades. He's a Blood Angel, independent character. He's Relentless, Master of the Legion. Um, Furious Charge 2, so he gains 2 strength on the charge. He has a custom Warlord trait called the Archine of Wisdom, and he's always Loyalist. Go figure. All right. The first warlord trait. If he's the warlord, then it must be this trait. Um, yeah. Now wait, he's the up. one. He's got the hold best warlord up. trait in the game. Oh, hold up! If Chapter Master Alderon is selected as Army's warlord, then his warlord trait may be selected from the core warlord traits or from any legion-specific warlord trait from any of the following legions. Counting as Alderon. And all models that are Blood Angels, Special Rules, and Detachment possess the appropriate version of the rules for that trait. But it does not give them yeah. the trait itself, if that makes sense. So you can say, oh, I, I, you know, Tam is Salamander. Except I'm not a Salamander. I'm, I'm a Blood Angel, but I just steal their rules. Yeah. Um, so you could be a White Scar, Imperial Fist, Space Wolf, Ultramarine, Iron Hand, Raven Guard, or Salamander. You do not get to take ones available to named characters or ones that it's require you to be a traitor. Any, well, it's so it's well, any it's of the loyalists, but dark angels. But you, because <laughs> they're not loyalists. Yeah, that's what it is. It's um, any loyalist, it, it, any loyalist or neutral that's not dark angels from the Libra Stardis book or blood angels. They're missing. <laughs> that's true. They're they're missing from their own list. Yeah, he actually can't take his own though. Okay, they're not they're, so they're they're not loyalist either. Just that's him. weird. 
Interesting. Now, at the risk of like going through every single goddamn warlord, nope, yeah, that. we have to do it front to cover to cover. No, Let's I go. I will murder no, you. Here's what you I do. will straight drive to your house and murder here's what you. you do. Remember, um, uh, yeah, or the other nice listen thing to is all the episodes out on YouTube, and there's comments. If you actually are playing this faction and you think there's a, a very good option or you have it picked, like, oh man, this guy, mm, that's what to take, put it in the comments. We'll read through it and we can comment on it in, you know, give a little bit, but then we'll comment on it because let's face it, if, if you're a Blood Angels player, you guys have gotten to this faster yep. and okay. looked through it more than we have. There, There's a lot of um, possibilities here that we wouldn't know. So, I. Okay. I check something. Give him born in the saddle. Now every blood angel ignores uh, dangerous terrain and difficult terrain. Did you just like find the ultra thing like immediately? Did you like three? Oh, you know, found the white three sixty no scope the best option. And I'm like, wait a minute. You have the warlord in all models in the same army with the Legion of Stardust. So he he, tra- he, he trades white scars for blood angels, correct? Because it, it works. So. All all models the the Legion of Stardust now Blood Angel special rule and the cavalry unit type ignore all the effects of difficult terrain and gain four plus invulnerable save against all wounds inflicted something. by failed dangerous terrains. Right, so that to be cavalry. Yep. No, and it's anyone that's white scars and the you cavalry be, unit. And oh, I guess the cavalry. So, uh, wait, you have to be a cavalry unit. Oh, okay. for it, So no. You, okay. Okay. You, yeah, you're not getting it on your jump pack. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for this one. I was like, oh, shit. It's true. <laughs> I was, that was, I was laughing. It's literally Man, hilariously because I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, he could get, it will not die if he's an ultramarine. That's actually useful. That's an Ultramarines one. have some crazy ones, too. Yeah, they, I, I, people who, uh, people who, uh, use this guy or what, Actually, does he use Howl of Morakai? Once per battle, uh, they get plus one bonus strength if they charge an enemy. And Hunger of the Void. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, we're all not going to spend the time goal. to go through and try to figure out which one's the best for him. If, if, if you know and you're listening, put it in the comments on the YouTube. We'd love to take a look at it, get an idea of, of what people who are playing this faction think. And then we'll absolutely revisit it when we've had some time to actually think about it. All right. What about his weapon? Yeah. Okay. So, yes, he could have any warlord trait. That's pretty cool. A lot of warlord traits, not any. And then his weapon is strength plus one, AP two, melee, mastercrafted, shred, murder, strike five up. Oh, okay. Um, It's not bad. He'll be strength five or strength seven on the charge. AP two is nice. Add initiative. Hey, hey. This one is not a uh, what's it called? A fire sword like all the other weapons in the play. No, and he has a bolt pistol. It's also not two handed. Yep. Five. So so he actually now has five, five attacks. attacks. Murder strike fives is nice. Mastercrafted is nice. like this is just nice. Just and a good hundred eighty points is not bad at all for the profile you're getting. Exactly. Bonus weapon skill. A, a pl- basically this is a plus one um, paragon blade because you get shred. And five ups, and master crafty, which is a ten yeah, point it's a better, value right there. In all respects. He he's just a praetor yeah. with a bargain build. And, and he's honestly, a bargain build you know, praetor. That's the best way to put it. Strike five up to me says you know I don't mind being charged because I almost rather have a little bit worse strength, so my first roll misses a little more. 
So that way, then I get to roll for more of those five ups for the units that I care about it on to be able to get that murder strike. Um, contemptors. You could actually go hunting. Uh, contemptors are even at that point. If yeah. he gets the charge instead, that would put him on seven hunting Leviathans. You're, you're five up rerollable and every five ups. I mean, he's still strength five. Six is really not too bad, but if you can get the charge. Yeah, no, actually, Leviathan. You're looking at those fives instead, and that's all you're getting through. So, rerollable on that. You're going to get a weapon skill seven with a reroll on the beginning because you're master crafted. You're probably getting your, in that case, what, six attacks. You're probably getting at least five of them through. Rerollable five ups. You should be close to somewhat four. He's only going to save one or so. You could realistically take him down, or if not, take almost all of his wounds off. And it works really well if you take that uh, Eternal Warrior one from the Ultramarines. You guys just all around good. They're, they're characters out of the book. Um, They only had the two out of the book. But the characters out of the book are very good. I could absolutely see taking both. The special units are good. They're so bargain. It's almost like everything they yeah, have is they like a bargain have a good options price. Compared to other armies, <laughs> but the options they do have are overall good for what they do. They're not quite as much utility, but they're good at their jobs. Yeah, Just make sure yeah, you I put agree. them to their job. Um, yeah, we have one more. We have the one for That's why I mentioned the things from the book. I sent you the picture, Dave. He's on the uh, second page. He's on the second picture if you want to show on the YouTube is what he looks if, like. If, if I think I he's probably one of the cooler in, looking I characters. I like the idea um, of doing so, but I don't always um, recall... Yeah. No, no, you're good, you're good. I just want to show people because it, it, he is a cool looking, like the, he doesn't have a model, but the artwork for him is actually legitimately awesome. Um, so Judicar Aster Crone, he's the last officer of the 94th Company, the Shroud Maker, and the Ghost of Saif. Uh, a little side note about his fluff this dude has lived through some shit. <laughs> this he, he has survived massacres slaughters, outright genocides, and he has walked away like, oh, I'm the only survivor again. <clears throat> you know, he, he is... His instinct survival is like insanity. Anyway, so he's movement seven. Um, he is weapon skill five, ballistic skill five, strength four, toughness four, three wounds, initiative five, three attacks, leadership nine, and two up save. So a centurion? Uh, no, Praetor, right? No. Is that a Praetor stat line? Yeah. Uh, a little short. Yeah, he's, he's kind of between the two because he gets the extra wound. Okay. He's in between. Okay. Um, he does have artificial armor hailer. and an iron hailer. Oh, hailer. you look. Jeez. Hailer. You're a hailer. <laughs> iron halo for four-up and vulnerable. He's got two hand flamers. Um, very interesting. A Saifin Shardax, Frag Crack, and yes, Rad Grenades. Awesome. He is um, Infantry uh, Scout, which Steve can correct me. Scout does confer to the unit, does it not? Steve? No. He looking? Are you sure? So if I put him a Scout, does it not so. confer Scout to the unit? Someone check that, because I think it does, which is what I was going to talk about. Anyway. Counterattack 1, he's got the Ghost of Saif, which is a special rule. Virtue of Judgment, which is also another special rule. Bitter Duty, so another Slow. person who can go with your destroyers. Yeah. Everyone can go with your destroyer squads. Okay. I apologize. Scout does confer. Mm. Mm. All right, we're going to talk about some sexy tactics here. 
Um, but Bitter Duty can go, and he's loyalist only, as he should be, because he's too damn sexy for traitors. Man, he's a good-looking dude. So, the Saif and Shard Axe is a melee weapon. It's plus one strength, AP three, melee, rending five up, and duelist edge one. Eh. It's 155 points. He's not going to have the world's best weapon. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. So the Ghost of Saif. The first time Judic- Judicar Aster Crone loses his last wound or is otherwise removed as a casualty, roll a d6. On a 4+, plus, he's placed in reserve with a single wound remaining instead of being removed or destroyed. If he enters reserves on or after turn 4, he automatically enters at the start of the controlling player's following turn. Um... Two things about this. One, this is hilariously trolltastic. If you pair him with um, oh, what what the hell's his name again? Um, Zephon. Yeah, pair him with Zephon. Hilarious, awesome. I'm not even gonna be mad. That is awesomely trolltastic. Two, I they have not fact this because this is part of the PDS that are the extra units, and they haven't released that FAQ anyway. But in the first edition, he had the same rule. Um, and they fact it so that if he dies on turn six or like the last turn of the game, obviously he can't come back in, right? You roll the four up. If he's still alive, he's still alive. He doesn't count as slain. Just realize that. I don't know. Again, so the problem here is there's no fact for it now. So technically, if you slay him on the last turn and there's no turn after that, Technically, the game's over, so he's slain. But they did fact it as he's not slain. I do want to point that out. Uh, so I don't know if you want to so play it like that, very, but it was a fun little simple. In reserves, if your reserves don't come in, or if you don't remember to bring your reserves in, normally, at least in 40k, then your reserves count as destroyed. Is that still the same rule here? If you don't bring your reserves in, do they count yes. as destroyed? But it says if he enters reserve on or after turn four, I, I don't then care about he may that. enter play automatically at the start of the control. If you don't bring your reserves play. in in the game, yeah. don't they count as destroyed? Oh. Then he would count as destroyed if he dies do. in turn six and doesn't come on. I guess they fact it for the but, first but edition, but until they fact it for the next edition, next edition yeah, the board, you count them as destroyed. It doesn't matter if he's alive over there. He's not on the board. I have no idea. I have no well, like, in other words, it may be in the GW, first edition. Maybe rules. that wasn't the way they worded the rule or something like that. It depends on exactly, exactly how they word it. But if they word it as yeah. um go through his other things, I'm gonna take a look at this wording here. Yeah. At the start of the battle, once both players have deployed their armies, including any units with the infiltrator special rule, a Judicar Astar Chrome controlling player may select D3 enemy units. These units are considered as marked for judgment. Judicar Aster Crone, Blood Angels Tears, Legion Destroyers, and Legion Mortalis Destroyers. With the Legion Astartes Blood Angel special attacks, um, gain the Shred special rule when making attacks with weapons with the flame type against units with marked for judgment. So, Dave. Now remember, perdition weapons are all flame. Exactly. I was just... And then not only that, let's go back to those Angel Tears. Because there was one option that I completely ignored for very important reason. Angel's Tears, for five points only, can replace all their weapons with heavy flamers. Normally, this would be absolutely stupid to do, because you could just take Assault Cannons for ten. But, if all of those heavy flamers now have Shred, and you're jumping around, now getting a little tiny bit spicy, no? I don't know, maybe that's just me. Um, but, I think that's pretty spicy. 
Because remember, it's the entire army now gets shred with flame weapons. So now your dreadnoughts with flamers now have shred. Your heavy flamers now have shred. Your uh, hand flamers that you have on your hands now have fl- shred. Just interesting little side note. Now it's only D3 enemy units. So, eh, less effective than, I, than you think. But still cool. Still cool. But yes, Steve, you are correct. This is used for perdition weapons. <laughs> like, let me let me stop being stupid for a second. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is used um, for melee perdition weapons. So I did go and look up the rule. All your perdition um, weapons have shred. They, I, in my mind, I don't yes. think it totally needs an FAQ for the moment. It, I'll say, if they want it to work that way, they need to FAQ it. The in the writing of the rule, since this is a game where reserves come on automatically at turn four, if you haven't gotten them yet, they don't write in that if your reserves aren't here, they're destroyed. Yeah. They write it in in forty k because you can choose when to bring reserves in there, or and if you don't choose it by a certain round, they're destroyed. But here, it's no a choice. If you roll for it and you get them, they're in. And turn four, you stop rolling, just get them. So no, they don't actually have it. So, well, it, t- to me, it's simple. If he's not yeah, on the board, yeah. I wouldn't right, count that's him. Yeah. But if they tell me otherwise, I wouldn't have a problem with it. For me, it's like I know we don't argue spirit of the game, and I know it's a pain in the ass. But his whole thing is that he is supposed there's to no automatically turn. come in there's, the there's next no turn. More. He's alive. But fluff. But also, I mean, if, if we're, if I know, we're, but there's no more turns exactly. In general, when something happens to your model it's not necessarily that all your models are dead you know you remove a model maybe you removed him because he's no longer battlefield ready maybe he can't fight anymore i i i oh, true, 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 i, I true. wouldn't i to me it would seem weird to say hey this model yeah he's not here but like he still counts as like being here that's a little weird but if they execute it that way i got no problem you know reminds well it reminds me of like the old yeah, it reminds me of like the old mechanic. I'm like, oh, you killed this model on a four up. You don't get slay the warlord. He's dead. He doesn't return, but you don't get slay the warlord because yeah. he, I don't know, emerged. That was actually an old rule um, in first. But anyway, what do you think of this? The flame, you choose D3 enemy units um, and you get shred with flame weapons, which now include the perdition weapons um, that we were talking about because they're all flame. So taking a quick look at I, I, it. It's good. It's absolutely good. I mean, this guy's 155 points. He's a little bit on the cheaper side. Yeah. Giving that ability gives some of these weapons more life than they have otherwise, because a lot of these, you know, you know, if you think of just normal flame weapons, okay, not you know, maybe I'm wounding on four, something like that. If it's hand flamers, wounding on fives, okay, getting the shred reroll, I'll get it through. When you think of your perdition weapons, which I had to close all my books down to get closer to look at it really quick. I mean, that's fine. I, yeah. getting shred is always good. You just can't count on how many. And they, they you're good. not going to like when you only roll the one. Okay, so that's all your melee ones. Which, I mean, all of them having, you know, brutal. And now I'm not as worried about the fact that I only have this. They have a plus strength, which is nice. But getting that there means I'm absolutely going to get through people. So no, I, I do think it's good. You got to hope for at least the two. If you get the three, you're really happy. If you only get the one, you're much less happy. Him being bitter duty. The only thing with that is it's going to limit where you can put these guys. Is that every character has that? 
They only have three. Zephon had it. Swear to God, oh, I was just gonna say, literally, you have yeah, my 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 thought process because I'm like, this is like, I swear to God. But Dominion does, yeah. and so it's, it's, yeah, Chapter Master have, does um, not. Total three characters. Two out of the three have it, and Angel's Tears do as well, yes. But also then the Angel's Tears do as well. Uh, Dawnbreaker's. Um, and the Dawn? No, Dawnbreaker does not, okay. Yeah, Angel's Tears have Bitter Angel's Duty. Tears. Angel's Tears did. Um, yeah, right. Crimson Paladins don't, of course. Dawnbreaker's don't. Dawnbreaker's have very few special rules. But you'll be a little bit more um, regulated where he goes, because he also doesn't have Jump Pack, so I wouldn't put him with Angel's Tears. But if you want to take him, he'll do some good. Hope for that too. But if you're going to take him, plan on it. Take a bunch of perdition weapons. Take a bunch of... Maybe even with that, I would make sure I have some use with some flame weapons. Uh, hand flamers. I know you can take one of them with it. I always forget the names of the various assault squads. But I know the one has like two hand flamers each, don't they? Am I making that up? I could be making that up. There's that a chance I don't I'm lying. Know. I don't think I am. I'd like to think I'm not lying. Isn't it one a elite choice or something? You don't. I don't know. I don't really. You should, but you don't. But your stuff comes out next week. Well, you're... No, we can yeah, still say, it. say You no just have an army that's actually that have a fake army. I can't wait. Um, someone can. I know someone can or someone does, and I just don't know where it is. These are going to be the destroyer. It's the destroyers yeah, or the model. Um, they can take two hand flamers. So you can do a destroyer, destroyer squad yeah. with a bunch of hand flamers as well. Isn't necessarily a bad option with him. It makes him better because at least you get the rerolls to actually be able to get the wounds through. I thought someone else did, but I, again, I could yeah. be wrong. There's so many units and so many little differences. It's not the easiest thing to catch all of it. That's fine. All right. They had less things overall than most of the other factions but we can uh move on to some final thoughts so who's got a final thought oh i mean like I, yeah i i mean overall dave and steve i like it like they're they're it's, <laughs> I, this is gonna sound bad so just bear with me they're good no no they're good budget bin mm -hmm. army like it, that sounds like they're garbage. That's why I said it sounds like you don't want to. But they're a good budget bin army. Their special characters are budget special characters. They work well. They're pretty damn good, and they're not going to break your bank. They're not two hundred, you know, thirty points. They're not. Um, how's that Dark Angel character again? Uh, Curse Wayne. Fucking, uh, oh, yes. Not Marduk. Um, Curse Wayne. You know, they're not two hundred thirty points. You know, most is one hundred eighty, which is not bad you know for a budget praetor with a better paragon blade their units are not bad they 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 do what they do but they're also budget like again three crimson Paladins for one was a 145 something like that yeah it was, it was 145 right? hold on where my where are my crimsons yeah 145 points for three terminators so you can msu them or even 225, which is, I yes. think, the lower end of Terminators, for five. That game... Yeah. Like, it's just... They're a good budget army. Um, I would love to see this army run a shit ton of assault cannons and see what happens. Um, well, I, let me rephrase that. Not run a shit ton of... I would love to... How many points did I get to before, Dave? I like thought you said like a thousand something. The, um, I, I don't remember the exact number, was it like but it was, it was high. 
Yeah, it was like let's say a thousand one hundred. Let's round up. Let's say a thousand one hundred, right? You run two twenty man tactical marines, maybe three twenty man tactical marines. Make them assault marines. Now you're at two thousand one hundred, right? And then you have nine hundred points to fill in with some HQ special characters. Like this is a good army that you can build a lot of stuff with. Um, I will point out that I don't. Uh, controversial opinion. Oh, that's not I controversial don't think at all. The starter, the starter box, box is, is not good, good for this army. army. Oh, okay, good. Uh, I do not think the starter box is good for this army. I think, unless I think we said this with the white scars, right? Remember, unless you can find some three D printed. Um, uh, yeah, the Warhawk jump packs. Backpacks, not backpacks. Uh, jump packs. Find some three D printed jump packs to stick on the back but- of like forty tactical marines. Um, cataphract. Does it come with cataphracti or Tartarus? Cataphracti. Um, that's not bad actually. You can put stick them in the Spartan. Honestly, but, convert the tactical to assault yeah, marines. See that that to me is sort of not. The, I'm not going to call it a problem because the starter box is is both one an amazing value because we've seen now the prices for the stuff when it's separate. It is definitely cheaper for sure by far. But yeah. the problem with it is those squads. For what it is a I envision now. Blood Angels to have, which is assault style Marines, if not assault Marines, if not guys with jump packs, you know, at least bolter chainsword type guys or bolt pistol chainsword type guys, all of those are the options you can't do out of that box. So that that to me is the only sort of main problem is the box is good because it'll get you points. And let's face it, to play the game, you need points. But it's not going to get you the points in the way that I think you're going to want to spend them in the future. Yeah, you want exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's the same problem we have with the white units scars. that are really different. Struggle with that, but it's a good army. Yeah, yeah. I. But again, we'll say it's an excellent army. Still, like you play this army, and they, um, probably another controversial. I think they're top three best looking ones. Best That's looking, it. sure. I can no, see that. No, no. Say top three best armies are about that. No, is no, it, I didn't say top three best armies. No, very, no, no, no. Okay, I said a good okay. army. I said good okay. army. I didn't say best. Okay. Um, but they're definitely top three best looking armies. Like the filigree is not overdone and it looks good. Um, I I love the crimson. I know people don't like. Um, hey, Dave, you said you didn't like the crimson paladins, right? Uh, I can look at the picture. Oh, wait, I just can't look any down. further. I'm. I, I, <laughs> it's not that I don't like them. I don't have a problem with them overall, <laughs> but I I'm not a fan of overtuned models. When you start putting too much on, okay, they're a blood angel. How do I know they're a blood mm. angel? Okay, let let's put like a blood drop on their chest. Cool. Um, that's not enough. Uh, I want. I want Vambrances to have uh, blood drops on. Okay, are we good? No, no, no. Um, let's put it on their shins. Let's put it on, and you just, the and never stops. And that's when it starts to bother me a little bit. It gets to be a bit too much on them. Too much. Okay, okay, okay. Again, I play custodian, so too much to me yes. is oh, even mechanic comes fucking noisy there's different and like busy with stuff. models. I don't mind all types of busyness. I guess, I guess, what gets to me sometimes is that they feel that okay, the Crimson Paladins are a cataphracty unit. Okay, we have a variety of cataphracty units, not even just the base through these other legions. We have eighteen legions. You let's say half of them had a cataphracty unit, a special one. It might be more. I don't know the number. 
we got to make sure they look different and they have to look different from the standard cataphracty as well as from each other. Okay, fine. And we're going to go almost, you know, essentially over the top with the amount of stuff we put on them to make sure that you will never mistake these guys, no matter what, they are blood angels because everything about them screams into your face, blood angels. I think that's what does it for me. That's the part where it's just a little much, you know. Uh, oddly enough, if you don't look at their special contemptors back, the rest of it, I really like because it's a little bit more subdued. He has the blood drops. He has the filigree. But it's not as in your To case. be fair, people. To be fair, people absolutely have done yeah. on like ex- like third-party bits replace to the replace backpack. the backpack for a jump pack. Um, yeah, and yeah. it just looks better. Um, overall, I think they are very cool. Uh, I I I would say balling on a budget that way it has a less a little less of a negative connotation. But yes, they have reasonably cheap characters. They have ways to get some other special units for cheaper. Special units are always more; they're always more expensive. But you can take at least your terminators a bit cheaper. Your characters are a little bit cheaper. Um, you don't have the you know two thirty two plus hundred point characters and all. Um. The special things they get, I think, both fit who they are, it fits their nature, as well as gives you very good options. Their perdition weapons are are really great for what they do. They both fit, you know, their fluff, but also are are, are nice. Um, I said I, I have a bit of a soft spot for them because they were my first army. I just didn't pick them for thirty k because I don't like their contemptor as much. I literally picked my army because I looked at who I thought had the best contemptor. Mm. Um, no, I like it. I just don't Hold like on, them more really than Really? You don't like? The, I like their contemptor a lot. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, oh, literally, oh, no. I think I was the say, Angels, yeah, special contemptor is the best looking one. That's why I play them. If I thought the Blood Angels was the best, I'd be having a Blood Angels army right now. It's the only reason I made that choice. Cough, cough. Custodies contemptor. Custodies contemptor. No, first, the also, we if I did custodies, I could okay. never do them in gold. <laughs> It's too boring. Or because I'd have to do a non-metallic medals, and I'm not going to make an army in non-metallic. Oh, I didn't do mining gold. For you know me. I absolutely did not do mining gold. I could not stand it. I, I, I did I mine shadow keepers for a very good reason. Gold, and I don't want to do that to myself on that many models. Even though I know it's less models, it's still too many models for that. I'll keep that to my MCP. Um, Steve, any final thoughts? I mean, I think you guys covered it. You know, as a legion, they prefer close combat. Starter boxes, it, yeah. it's okay. You're going to end up using tactical marines, but it's not really what you want to use as your anchor to the um, and, and yeah. the other part that would hurt you, I think, out of, the, out of the box is just the fact that the way they did the arms, you don't have options to use those arms to put the other types of weapons on. If the Mark 3s and 4s at least were available, you can kind of finagle and fit some more weapons on those. Um, these ones, I think you're kind of stuck with the shooting weapons where maybe that's not what you want, but I mean, if you're going to play the army, still pick up the box. You're still getting a great deal and you're getting plenty of stuff to play with while you wait and build up the rest of a force. And that'll do it for us tonight. Um, as always, I want to thank anyone and everyone who does listen. Remember, you can find us in any podcatcher that you use. We're on all the apps as far as I know. If you find one we're not on, just you know, leave a comment on uh, say the YouTube or something like that or anywhere I post up the announcements for this and let us know and I'll make sure we get put on there. We also have this all available on YouTube as well. 
um, we just ask that you consider liking, sharing, subscribing, all those sorts of things that really do help a channel out. Um, as I mentioned at the top, our plan for this upcoming week is to continue going through these legions. Next up, I believe, is Iron Hands. I don't, I don't have the book in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it should be them. So we'll be going through them as well as hopefully getting another recording out next week as well. Since we know we're not doing Mechanicum, it'll probably just be another legion. Although at that point, we're now at the halfway mark for discussing legions. So maybe we'll do something else. I'm not entirely sure. Um, we we had our, our ideas planned out well. And now that they've changed, we haven't had a chance to discuss anything that may happen. Um, do for this one, we made a call out during the episode to if you have a good warlord trait for the one character in mind since he can take from such a variety of legions i'll i'll note this in the in the youtube as well but leave us your thoughts we'd be really interested to see what other people think of this or just the legions in general not even necessarily just from our point of view but from your own point of view especially if this is a legion that you're playing you know we have experience with a lot of these legions but we haven't gotten a chance to get enough games in at any point i would say to feel that we truly are experts on it the hope is to get to that point, but for now, it, it, it's our it, it's our beliefs and what we see and what we see in the game and our experience in wargaming for a decade plus for each of us. So, um, remember, if you have any anything you want to reach out to us with, we have our uh, email trainkickersnj at gmail .com. You can reach out on the YouTube. All of us check there. Uh, I'm still working on a few other things, but now that I'm actually off of work for a bit, means I can actually spend some time doing this and hopefully finishing up some more painting. All right, on behalf of everyone here, have some good hobbying and some great gaming.